You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hi, this is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. I am Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. I'm a hundred. Oh boy. <laughs> nice. nice. Welcome to episode number 100. Guys, I can't believe we made it. <laughs> this is, it took 100 episodes, but this is my new microphone. Amazing. <laughs> Don't I sound sexy? I still have an old microphone. We've all got headphones on. We've got a mixer mixing things at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. This should be our most technically difficult Challenged. episode yet. <laughs> yeah. One One hundred episodes to get actual four sets of headphones on. One hundred episodes. Yeah. Actually, it's one hundred and twenty. <laughs> like, if you really think about it, we're even going to play some of the old So Pro clips tonight. So it's technically 120 episodes. Don't read ahead in the script, Cliff. Sorry. Yeah, I haven't seen the script. That's I don't want to know. I'm here to enjoy it. I paid a $50 cover charge. <laughs> All right, folks. Like every great 80s sitcom, you got to do a clip show once in a while. So we're using our great anniversary. It was this or Adam Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> and we've already got Mike. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I do like to dance. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're going to take a trip down memory lane. We we want to sh- remind you and remind ourselves of some of, of our favorite bits. And also, if you're newer to the podcast and haven't been listening all these years, you might miss some of these running jokes we do because we tend to make the same references over and over again. Love and, and over it. and over yeah. and over and over. So, it's great. Everybody loves it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in this room loves it. Oh, yeah. And we after love you it. hear this, you'll love it, too. You'll, you'll understand the origins of all these hilarious things that we right. say. I'm just yeah. scared because you said years. Years, it's yeah. been a, it's, been it's been multiple years. years. I know. It's been it multiple has. years. I, I, I want to I start off by saying just the, the best thing about these 100 episodes or whatever was the camaraderie. I really enjoyed getting to know all you guys and... I'm excited to hear the evolution of the show. Yeah. That's not, not the script. No, I'm I sorry. Think, I think we're, you meant it. We're off the rails. <laughs> yeah, so anybody that doesn't know the origins, if you haven't went back and listened to I know a lot of you haven't listened to the old Sopro episodes. Because they're hard to find. <laughs> yeah, they're impossible Even for us. Find, yeah. We haven't found them all. Exactly. But this didn't start out as a group of friends that really, we weren't close. We all knew each other for a number of years. Some of us had to actually storm the studio. Exactly. <laughs> Some of us were uninvited. Okay, well, let's we, just get to it. Yeah. George's going to tell the story here. Go for all it. Alright, so the way this began, we, we, we knew episode 100 was coming up and we wanted to do something fun. So I started going back and listening to the old episodes. And Gosh, just somebody en- should have paid you for that. Enjoying <laughs> us. And I started taking notes of the funniest stuff. And this, Oh, that's the first time Michael said this. Or that's the first time we made a joke about that. And so I, I, I made a ton of clips. I, I turned them into kind of a script. And then I passed it on to Cliff. And he's been hard at work 
pulling all these clips out. So just Jordan and Cliff know what's coming tonight. Right now. That's great. Both Michael and Sass are completely in the dark and have no idea what they're about to hear, and neither do you. So so how many hours do you guys think you have in on this? Well, this oh. is only, this is so pro, episodes 1 through 20, and Kapow 1 through 50. Okay. So this isn't up to, like, last week's episode. Right. So oh, okay. These are earlier ones. There's no Riverdale references the whole episode. What? So. Yeah, we're saving uh, that. Yeah, if you're waiting, for, it now, if you're waiting for something Riverdale, wait till <laughs> episode 200. Duly noted, sweet pea. All right, so, <laughs> yeah, I doubt there are few but the staunchest Jessies who are here for episode uh, yeah. one. Um, this began, like we said, the SoPro podcast. Uh, Michael... Invented podcast many years ago and had asked, I think, all of yeah. us separately about starting a podcast. And we were like, what is that? Yeah. Nope. What we is like, that new term? That's stupid. <laughs> so it just started with uh, Jordan and Michael way back in the day, and there was a slightly different opening to those. Oh, shows. let's hear that. Hey, want to have some fun? Sit back and relax with me as we listen to Michael K. Easton and Jordan Love on the So Pro Podcast. My boys are so pro. Man. So Too hi, bad this that is lady. Michael K. Easton, and you're listening to So Pro Podcast. My name's Jordan Lowe, fearless co-host. He's got to be fearless when he's dealing with the... Uh, Michael K. Easton. So what what hour are we on here and uh, uh, the, the attempt tonight? Well, we started at 8.30, and now I think it is uh, 10.42. Yeah, we're pushing 11 p.m., all right. Um, like, you know, anything else that has to do with computers, there were some glitches and some programs we had to install and download. Well, first of all, we're calling this episode one. This yes. is our This is technically our first podcast, but it's not. Yeah, we're calling it one... Um, we had much, 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 much more technical difficulties with the first one. I think we now know what we're doing. At least we're going to pretend. So <laughs> please, please come with us to Neverland as we pretend to be professional. So yeah, we, we scrapped episode one completely. Episode two is out there. So we're yeah. actually recording episode one after episode two, if that makes any sense. But, uh, here we go. That was it. That was Michael's creation there. Um, I was. I'm sorry. Episodes later, we're still having all those technical difficulties. Well, I was, created the number one after two. Yeah, that's great. I was so excited by that intro, I had to leave for a moment. <laughs> I wanted to leave for a moment. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on quick. Yes. Guest star. Our very first guest star would have been your wife, Christy. Then doing that's that right. amazing audio. See, when we're coming up with this podcast, we're like, well, what are we talking about? What should we prepare? We're not preparing anything. We're just going to talk. We're not going to have notes. We're not going to figure out. But we said this first one, we should talk about our history, who we are, where we came from, what this podcast might evolve into. Your guess is as good as mine. We're going to talk about our, 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 our publishing company, SoPro Comics. We're going to talk about various... Artistic endeavors we get into. But that's, hopes, that's, that's down the line. Our dreams. Our failures. <laughs> our many, many failures. <coughs> I said, that's all down the line. Today we're kind of looking back and just, we want to. I'm an artist. <laughs> I wonder. I do remember the first script I wrote for you. What was this? I found it not too long ago. Oh, I was shit. I through some old stuff. 
because I'm sure, like, we were just kind of feeling each other out. Yeah. Like, what are you into? Are you a writer? You're an artist? Blah, blah, blah. Metaphysically speaking. Right, right, right. So, like, I, I'm sure you showed me some art samples or yeah. your old books or whatever, but I didn't have anything to show you, you know. So I'm like, well, I'll write something and, you know, you can, you, you see if you like it. So I went home and I remember. Was there was, something about a deer? Yes. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it was like a four-page script. It was wordless. There was no dialogue, and I and I and I never told you I can't draw animals for shit. <laughs> but see, this is before I knew Michael. Yes. I didn't know anything about him, so I'd write this script about a guy. He was like an office worker, and he it's five o'clock, and he clocks out, and he's soulless, and he hates his job, and he drives, and he hits a deer. And his car is wrecked, and he's standing, and like nothing happened. <laughs> but he was like, he stands and watches the sunset, and like it was like some weird metaphysical thing about like freedom. And I showed you, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, that was really good. Now here's what we're gonna do. Here's superheroes, and there's 15 characters. I'm like, oh, we need explosions, we need action. And you're like, that was really good. <laughs> there's no way I'm drawing it, but it was really well done. <laughs> Oh, that sounds so like, like oh, so the, here's how this is going to work for the next 50 years of my life. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it's worked ever since with my pal, Michael K. Easton. But it wasn't just two of us for long. It was uh, very shortly episode five. We had done four. We just talked about stuff we were working on and talked about our past and history and all that stuff. And then in comes Cousin Cliff for episode five. Oh, Cousin Cliff, and he never left. <laughs> and tonight we have a special guest. We have a guest? We do. We're, we are that cool. Now, it's normally just two of us. How do we get a third person in here? Now it's a threesome. Whoa. Well, I'm not sure about a threesome, but I am here. Um, hi, my name's uh, Cliff Barnes. I'm... Uh, well, I'm actually related to Michael, but uh, I am going to be the first guest, I guess. This is kind of a last-minute deal. So uh, I'm ready to talk about SoPro Comics. That's exciting. It is. SoPro Comics is where it's at, people. <laughs> um, now, Cliff has been mentioned on the podcast before. The episode we were talking about, you know, what our tastes were and how we got into comics, you credited him with getting you into comics, didn't you? Well, I wouldn't say that much, but he did help me start my love of comics. I listen to this podcast pretty regularly. I remember you saying you went to his house and he I had comics. In second grade. And those were some of the first comics you ever read. So you, yeah, have, to, you have to give him credit. Well, it's different when he's here. I don't want to give him credit to his face. But behind his back, I'll do it. So he's been reading comics longer than you. Uh, no. <laughs> and I'll start a point on it. <laughs> that's that's totally me. I would never be able to get credit. I love that. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's cool to have a guest here. We're not quite equipped. We only have two microphones, but we're making it work. So my cousin and I are lovingly gazing each other into our eyes as we reach down and talk to the microphone. Yeah, they basically have their heads on each other's shoulders and are just talking into the same microphone. It's kind of adorable. Our wives will love this. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would like to point out it only took 11 minutes for Cliff to mention something <laughs> Disney related. You have Transformers, I have Disney. For those that don't know, um, D- Disney is, I think it is in Cliff's blood. Like, he just leads Disney. No, no, no. I was the, the, the Disney kid growing up. 
we we always went to the parks every year, um, usually right after school got out. And um, as I've grown, the parks have grown, and my you know fandom has grown um, to a ridiculous level. <laughs> Um, where I must consume all information and know every little thing that's going on in those parks around the world now. So, um, yep. So yeah, that hasn't changed much in uh, all these years. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't much longer than episode eight. We wanted to do a Halloween horror movie debate, Ooh. and we brought in a few guests. One of those guests was our resident movie expert. Seth. Before he was the poobah, he was just Seth. <laughs> Hi, and you're listening to the SoPro Podcast with the illustrious Michael K. Easton. And I'm Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. And tonight, I think we have a few more guests. Something's gone very, very wrong. Or very, very right. It's like the dirty half dozen. So, gentlemen, please introduce yourselves. I'm Logan Vinoy. It's a pleasure to be back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Jared Lowe, brother of one Jordan Lowe. I'm Seth Offenberger, uh, disturbed by the sexy voice in the intro because that's my sister. <laughs> and my wife. <laughs> so we have a difference of opinion on that. <laughs> so we are, we are so popular, we have probably more guests right now than listeners. But, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I think you've gathered all, say, all, say, all the I listeners in one room. Twice. <laughs> Yeah, so everyone out there, if you listen to this, you'll probably end up being a guest at some point. So, thank you. Thank you. It happened to me. It could happen to you. <laughs> right? I'm glad all our listeners could join us tonight. <laughs> to, to paraphrase the uh, play of the Concord, you may have too many dorks on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, uh, welcome all to this uh, Friday night. Tomorrow is Halloween. Well, okay, I got. I've seen like. A bazillion movies. I was going to kind of go over some of them here. I I feel like last every, listening to last week's episode where we were previewing 2017, and I was like, yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I I, I don't watch those movies. I, you know, I, I've I've seen. I was telling these guys, I've seen like from 2016 as far as 2016 movies go. Movies go. I've seen like 40 movies from 2016 and. So, yes, I've seen a lot of movies. I just haven't seen, like, some of the blockbusters. I, I, they don't appeal to me as much unless they're something superhero-y or Star Wars related. I just don't care about Independence Day. I, you know, I don't care about... I guess, yeah. I just, it just, oh, there's going to be a big battle at the end. And even, I'm going to go so far as to say there's going to be some... Gotta steal the plans to the Death Star, and ouch, yeah. I was not floored by that, so. Crazy. I want to go... Excuse me, it didn't have subtitles. <laughs> yeah, well, there's, there's one coming that I really want to see. It's got some subtitles in it, man. Anyway, I like to see a lot of independent movies, things, you know. I, my, like a friend of mine has said, the difference between me and him, he, he will go to see. He wants to... Be a part of an adventure, or see, escape reality, and I want to go, like, I want to go cry. <laughs> I want to feel something. I either want to be just sitting there with a grin on my face, or, you know, just be, you know, made to feel a spectrum of emotions. I want to try out different movies, and 
That's so some exactly of, what I got out of Rogue One. Yeah, a spectrum. No, that's of great. That's <laughs> yeah. I don't mean to. You can get that from that, and people there. People cried at that movie. You know, there definitely was opportunities for emotion in that movie. I don't mean to criticize it like that. I'm just it's saying people dumber than you is what you're <laughs> saying. <laughs> hey, if you want. Clearly, they're smart enough to see through what I'm trying to say. <laughs> the plebeians beneath you will enjoy the rabble. <laughs> yeah. Give them their bread and circuses. Yeah, they, for I shall be at the they, theater. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. And you can't go here. Oh, that was good. That clip I labeled, Seth is a movie snob. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That, that's true. It's true. So I'll far, what I have figured out is we think we are hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, While these clips are playing, we're just laughing our butts off. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so we were, from pretty much that point forward, we were a foursome. And we gelled pretty fast into the kind of... Uh, banter and relationship we've had ever since. Yeah, I think I told Michael, I was like, hey, I, I've been listening to that podcast. <laughs> um, I'm on it now. <laughs> I stuck my foot in the door and then I shut it and locked it. <laughs> How about that audio quality? Oh, man. Too? Man, <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah, we didn't need electrical tape to that's, fix our problems. Yeah. But some things never change because just last week when I mentioned something, an idea maybe... Seth's answer was, I hate it. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the SoPro podcast, and we were on a roll from there. And uh, basically, I think how we got this this whole podcasting bug thing going was uh, a little credit to Michael. Um, Can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> Michael has been wanting to uh, to do this for, for some time. Um, he invented podcasts, if you ask him. Yeah. Years ago, he had the idea. Yeah. I was in my tub reading a book that sliced my nipple and gave me this thought. <laughs> That's like Doc Brown inventing the uh, flux capacitor. Uh, but but the good news is we are bringing a, a, a newbie in. Um, I, I keep referring her to to as my protege. Did you just say Nubian? 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 <laughs> Oh, that's I love it. Uh, a newbie. Oh, a newbie. A newbie. A newbie. <laughs> I'm not a big Marvel guy. I know. That's why I'm talking. But am I the only person in the, in, in the world that does not care for Spider-Man? Shut up. I, I just yeah, never have. Well, he's how not my you, favorite. How character. could you not like Peter Parker Spider-Man? I just never. I could never relate. Oh, he is by far Marvel's biggest character. He's. Let's see. Okay. How, how, I don't see the appeal. How can I relate to this character? He grew up poor. He was a nerd. Um, didn't really interact with a lot of people. And then he puts on a mask and he fights supervillains and he has all these snarky remarks. Do you relate to Spider-Man or Peter Parker? Uh, both. Okay. Have you not? I, I think that's have the big not thing. Been at one of our whoa, Halloween whoa, whoa, parties where? Yeah, that's why he changed oh, his middle name to Peter Parker. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> because when he puts on that mask, he becomes his true self. And how many Halloween parties have you seen where someone puts on a mask and they act completely different? That's true. Snap into a Slim Jim. Exactly. <laughs> how, many, how many different true selves do you have? Because I've seen a lot of Halloween pictures. It, it, it really depends on the day of the week. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> no, but I, I think that's my, I think that's why I prefer DC to Marvel. It's, it's, it's the uh, I, like I like the I don't because Cliff had all the toys, so he doesn't well, like that may be. Peter Parker. I don't I know. I didn't care about the alter the the secret identity part. I wanted to see the hero. I wanted to see them in action and just Echo. be that guy all the time. Yeah. See, well, it's just a different. Everybody's got a different taste. I, but uh, <laughs> I'm not saying that it is cost effective. But <laughs> that's what it is, and that's what he was talking about. And then now a new report. Well, you're saying it, so I'm projecting that. Yes, that's, I'm, that I'm behind. He's made correct with everything else. I'm just reporting it. <laughs> no, I mean that doesn't seem ridiculous to me. No, no me. The either. day Star Wars comes out, I can sit in my pajamas and watch it. Right. The minute I want to watch it, no. with anyone I want to watch it with or not watch it with. Pajamas or no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I agree. I don't think that's overpriced. But that was that was what he was offering. Okay, it was more really. What so potentially, we <laughs> go on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Apple, I just, I just excited about the jumbo party. <laughs> 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 I'm really gonna pajama party. I'm really gonna hate most of this episode. Back. <laughs> Bringing back old jealousies. But I will say, on a really funny note, um, when we did live down in Florida, I was in first grade. I had, for one birthday, I got the kid car from Knight Rider, and it came with a Michael Knight figure. And here's the funny part about it was I was out in our yard digging, because I think we lived in a trailer park at that time, and I uncovered a, another Michael Knight figure in the dirt. Oh, my God. I true story. So that became the evil Michael Knight. I'm not lying here. That was like you from the future buried it. Like, so you as a kid would find it. Come along. Another toy that Mr. Cliff had. He had the freaking big giant silver hawk the ship. jet in the ship. Yeah. That he didn't even like. And I was like, oh. But, um, actually I can remember. Maybe we were just poor growing up. Because I can remember. <laughs> was when I lived down in Florida, they had Cartoon Network that we didn't get up here in Ohio until, what, the early 90s? Oh, yeah. And they had it down there, and I was like, what? <laughs> a, sh- a channel that plays cartoons 24-7? Um, I was in heaven for a year. <laughs> yeah, there were always... Dug toys out of the, <laughs> out of the trailer park. <laughs> He'd come home after that looking like a coal miner. <laughs> Just out hitting the toy mines. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those toys had axe made out of the cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go drink a beer now. <laughs> oh, I let him believe for a second. He dug at you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we missed another sad part of that story. You talk about you had to make your own accessories for your toys out of cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't even cardboard. It was like notebook paper. <laughs> <laughs> notebook paper and scotch tape. That was glue. So, yeah, uh, it was, these are still some of our very early clips and stories, so. It doesn't get better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So we could tell right away we were not just going to talk about SoPro Comics. That we were going to talk about pop culture and everything under the sun. So after 20 episodes, we needed to make a change. And that change became Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast. Um, I'm glad everybody's come back home. Yeah, so we've we've kind of taken this time off to kind of rearrange and kind of dissect what we're doing with this <laughs> argue, podcast. Ar- argue, 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 say argue. He's coding. He's coding his language to say we've been arguing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and to where we want to go with it, um, format wise. Oh. Kind of what happened with the original format. This was kind of Michael and Jordan's project here, um, dealing with SoPro Comics, and it's kind of morphed into what we're doing now—more of a pop culture podcast, where we where week after week where we're always talking about TVs and movies, and uh, not just comics all the time. So it exploded with possibilities. <laughs> so, true believers, this is the last podcast. For the four of us, with forever. No, don't, don't tease. Them. No, <laughs> people are like they're like tying nooses and ropes right now. They're like they're opening windows in tall buildings. They're like, don't, don't, don't say it. So the Fab Four is breaking up. <laughs> Just kidding. No, what we are looking to do though is um, we're going to start. We're going to take what we're doing now and expand it um, into a second show. Um, under the same uh, River City broadcast or River City podcast, <laughs> network and and go with that. So um, I think we're going to do we're going to have a website and nope, still run off the same RSS feed. <laughs> so you nope. find us. Um, so basically, we're going to become cooler and have a lot more exciting features in the near future. Nope. Yay! <laughs> so it's like you said, we've been evolving, we've been changing, but we've we're figuring out what we're doing from it's a technical standpoint and what we're doing yeah, what right. we want to be doing as from a from a show standpoint. So I feel like this has been it's been a nice evolution. We're we're finally almost where we want to be, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a nice practice run. So yeah, the, these these twenty episodes. This will be our twentieth episode under the SoPro name. Uh, there are a few that actually it's probably like twenty two. How many have we recorded yeah, that, haven't, that haven't gone out? There's been some multi parts, <laughs> some lost episodes. So yeah, you might find those someday. But yeah, we we we've used these twenty episodes to kind of hone what we want to be, what we want to talk about, how we want to do it, and the way we want to present it. So we think we have it figured out. God, I hope so. <laughs> so uh, we'll be back very soon with some 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 new some fresh some, newness. But we're gonna do one newness. last episode. I was gonna say before we get off that topic of switching the podcast, I'm sure people out there are wondering what what they're gonna be looking for if it's not gonna be Sopra next time. What are they, true. How are they going to find us? Now, see, the minute we say it, then it's like... Are we all in agreement? <laughs> we've changed the name 40 times, and but we've never said, we've never spoken it aloud. Yeah. See, it wasn't a democracy before with the SoPro, <laughs> and now that there's, the, the, with this new one, we're all equal partners in it, so um, we had to come up with equal a name, partners. and it, it took a time or two. <laughs> Or a month or yeah. two. We should have done a bracket. Yeah. Oh, that would have been we awesome. should have a bracket episode. <laughs> Break it down. So who wants to do the honors? Go right ahead. 
Uh, I I think we settled on the Kapow podcast. Was, uh, it's Kapow the pop cultured podcast. Yeah, okay, that's 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 how it went. Ooh. Who's down with KPP? Yeah. That's right. You know me. <laughs> so we hope you're down with KPP. Yeah, we'll definitely be looking for some of our vintage <laughs> listeners. We'll we'll have some T-shirts and some hats and some stickers <laughs> and all kinds of fun stuff in the near future. Yes. Wow, we had big aspirations. <laughs> we have magnets and shirts. We do have magnets. Yeah. Shirts yeah. available. That's true. Just happy I, to say that they're so pro comics out there now. Yeah. I haven't even thought about that in a while. Of what? How long it took us to come up with the name? Oh, guys, if you could, oh, if you could oh. have seen the messenger oh. that we it went back and forth. Hostile. Oh, it was crazy. It took me so long to convince them that Kapow was <laughs> I thought the band was going to break up before we ever did yeah, our first yeah. episode. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, you were going to continue on after episode 20 was so pro? Still, yeah. Still might. Still, still are. Still, still might. In yeah. literature format. Hope everybody's waiting. <laughs> so yeah, we were off and running from there And we've been Kapow ever since uh, We've done now 100 episodes of Kapow um, So we had Now we didn't feel confined of what we had to talk about Or what we should be talking about And we just picked something from pop culture every week Multiple things and just dove in But like I said, we started talking about comics Our comics and everyone else's comics So that's always been our first love. We always go back to comics, and e- even if those comics have a complicated continuity. <laughs> it's either that or it's her boyfriend comment. Her boyfriend comment? Yeah, if you go back to... As in... The Super Horse? <laughs> if you go back to the old continuity... Nudity. Continuity. <laughs> Pronunciations of my face. If you go back into the original continuity, she had a super horse named Comet. I do believe. I'm hoping I'm correct on the name. Uh, but in the, <laughs> I I wouldn't question it. But in the um, Peter David version of Supergirl that ran in is that late nineties, early two thousands, thereabouts. Yeah, they reintroduced that character, but it was the it was kind of like a hybrid character that morphed into a human character that she dated. Oh, a horseman. That turned human and then they dated? Well, it was it was just a new character that they introduced that was like from outer space that was an alien, but he happened to be like a horse human hybrid kind of character. If my memory serves me correctly. It doesn't nice. always. Excellent. It so. sounds, sounds legit. Super centaur. Yes. <laughs> and here the slash fiction being written as we speak. <laughs> Good luck keeping Super, that continuity yeah. nudity together. <laughs> Supergirl's half horse boyfriend. <laughs> That's on the regular which, show. Which, which yeah. half? Though? Sexy James Olsen. <laughs> I've got. S- Never mind. Okay. Please continue. But moving on. on. So, very bad. It's. I mean. Whatever the wizard is called, Shazam, come up with some. F- oh, I did it. I dropped it. <laughs> but please come up with a better name for Captain Marvel's character. I think the mother box. Everyone has a mother box that 
can't open a portal. <laughs> well, I have a father box. The, the um, box that, yeah, the box that went into Cyborg. Yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> oh, it doesn't even matter. It's just these these characters are now amalgams of movie, TV, video game, comic. They're just they exist in a different dimension than they did. Oh yeah, we don't own them anymore. They're yeah. they're out there. I'm waiting for Amazon to start publishing fan fiction on comic books. <laughs> but I mean, it's not the same way that people that read books like like I never read a book. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've established that every book I bring up, yeah, you, you stare at me. <laughs> people that read books, we don't even know what to call them. <laughs> but I mean, you know, where there's there's a movie based on a book. Uh, I, I mean, is it that the same way they feel that the source material is so so far from the original material? Yeah, yeah, I think you get the same reaction. Uh, if I, I ever meet someone, who yeah, we'll have to, if you meet one, we'll <laughs> send them our way. We'll, we'll have as a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. I'm having a great time. <laughs> Did we ever get a name, a new name for Shazam? Captain? I, I yeah. texted it. It was like Major Courageous, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I believe that. that. <laughs> Keep working on that. Uh, stay tuned to the next clip show. We'll figure it out. So, probably the only thing we talk about more than comics, Star Wars, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're all crazy Star Wars fans. <sighs> yeah, sure. Yep. Probably. So, we are going to get a little bit more background of him, um, from the Clone Wars to pre-Rebellion in there. So I don't know. Dave Filoni has actually come out and said, we may actually see this battle of Scarif again in the in the Rebel show as told by the Ghost Crew. Well, Dave Filoni said it. Who am I? Dave Filoni is the guy that runs the Rebel show on XD. Hashtag Filoni fans. Yeah, he was a... <laughs> Sounds like a lot of Filoni baloney to me. <laughs> Dave Filoni uh, was one of the few that worked with George Lucas at the feet of George when he was in charge of everything. Oh, so, yeah. But yeah, there's... You know, there was a Dark Horse comic book of, uh, you know, Luke flirting with the dark side. Right, and it's kind of been done, so I don't... Uh, but that has all that. been disregarded. The expanded universe is no longer in canon. That's why I'm boycotting. <laughs> And I saw there was, I thought of you, I saw there was a petition, and I would sign this petition, to make Princess Leia an official Disney princess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that, Clay? I don't know what you think about that. The most intelligent response I think I read online was maybe instead of making her an official Disney princess, would be to instead make Carrie Fisher an official Disney legend. Which is okay, uh, see, I don't know all the yeah the politics Disney. of this. <laughs> the Disney Are you a Disney legend? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> what happens with that? Um, You're a Disney Padawan. Yes, <laughs> they have a ceremony, and you know, like at Disneyland and Disney World on Main Street USA, if you look up in the buildings, mm. there are names of actual folks. Those are Disney legends. Right. They stick their names up there you. to honor them in that way. So. I thought that would probably be a better suggestion than a. I thought this. Was, I honestly thought this was a freaking 
genius idea. I just loved it. I was like, okay, they're t- Star Wars and Disney are tied together now, and she is just so iconic. Yeah, and love those princesses. You know, have iconic dresses. Yes, she has a color scheme like the white cut. Co- you know. One princess is yellow, one's blue. And know, she's exactly. I thought this hairstyle. Was so, like, I, yeah. I, I am so on board for this. It doesn't, you know, just get some brown haired girl to, to do it. They have 24 hours a day there. It's just whatever. <laughs> well, you girl. don't know. You're not yeah, sure. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> They're all, it's like Westworld. I, I don't know. But, <laughs> but, but, but it would seem so odd, like, during the. In front of Cinderella's castle during one of the castle shows, yeah. and they march out and they're dancing around, and there's Princess Leia. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I don't have any. I don't have any problem. With I that. think that is fantastic. <laughs> I just think that. However, I, I just picture at the end of Star Wars, you know that mm. that look. That's how she should be strolling around Disney. I love it. Blaster. Yeah. With a blaster. <laughs> Handing out, just going up like, like you go to Hawaii and they give you lace. She's just giving you medals. There's just <laughs> medaling <laughs> everybody. Like, I want my medal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Unless you get a medal. Unless you're Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> she just walked right by you. <laughs> anyway. And I don't, Mean to trash it? No, I'm not trash it. I liked. I really liked the movie. You could very well do the same thing with the time period between Jedi and the Force Awakens, which I'm sure at some point they'll be shoving oh, stories will. in there. You know, if you remember back in the '80s, you, you guys remember like Caravan of Courage, the Ewok movies. Do you remember those? <laughs> no. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? What are you talking? <laughs> the Ewok movies. I I can't, I almost said the F word. <laughs> If you freaking keep saying, if you keep saying the E word, you're gonna hear it. I just watched Jedi because, okay, like I said, I'm trying to figure out my old. I'm I'm trying to read your house. No, yeah, you just try it. (laughs) I just rewatched all these movies trying to figure out my rankings, Mm -hmm. and the only reason that Jedi beats this movie, Rogue One, is because we got Luke versus. Fader and the Emperor and that storyline is resolved and I love all that. Mm-hmm. But I hate Ewoks and I didn't realize how much until I rewatched it. I hate Ewoks. Like, I, I was not, you know, I'm a little older than you guys, so right. Jedi was not like my prime Star Wars movie. So, but I still was, I was cool with it at the time, but it does not age well with the freaking Ewoks. I hate that. It's terrible. But you've never, okay. <laughs> not the movie. Yeah. The Ewoks are you, terrible. You, so you've really never seen like Caravan of Courage no. or the other one? No. You haven't seen it either? I know that wasn't there like an animated show and there was. No, no, no. Like, yeah, there was. There was droids in the Ewoks yeah. cartoon. Those were on Saturday mornings. No, there were two, um, originally I believe they were going to be. <laughs> Theatrical releases, but they ended up releasing them as TV specials. I used to watch. I watched these a ton growing up, but they were um, stand. They were standalone films featuring the Ewoks and a family, and then a, a later the family gets killed, and there's it's just a little girl. And Blame Larry. We have to have a screening of. <laughs> oh my <movies>. gosh! <laughs> but a lot. What my point being, a lot of <laughs> with Rogue One, some of it 
<laughs> the standalone story. This I am pissed about this. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is normally Michael's job to bring up some very random thing no one knows what he's talking about. Oh my gosh! No, I, I do. I have the I have the DVDs at home. I was just getting ready to tell you guys how I've spent this last year. And I've really enjoyed getting to know the both of you, <laughs> and now I'm changing. Jordan, I've really enjoyed getting to know you. No, I. I just don't like Ewoks, and I can't. I like. Maybe you will if you watch here. Oh yeah. (laughs) Anyway, you know what I'm nervous about? This is a side note. Since you bring that up, is this next movie, Episode Eight? They're gonna be on Octu. You know, that's where you know Ray meets Luke at the end. There are apparently some sort of animal, bird, animal that lives there, and that they based these creatures off of. That they're going to have these like razor beaked creatures, a bunch oh, God, of them. Oh, it's the steel pecker from a force, right? I don't know <laughs> what it is, but it's going to be like <sighs> creatures. And all I could think was Ewoks in it. I'm nervous oh, as man. hell. It's going to be the, that bird that the steel that pecks the steel, the steel pecker. What are you talking? About? And the Force Awakens that bird. I remember from the Flintstones. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I just watched We have it. entered another dimension. <laughs> In The Force Awakens, there's that one shot on Jak- Jakku about oh, her. Okay. Oh, okay. But That's what it is, I guess. And that, boy, they better be Muppets. <laughs> if they're a bunch of CGI... I hope they're like uh, Force Peckers or whatever you want to call them. Force <laughs> Peckers. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> How bad the Star Wars holiday special is. Uh, what's a Chewbacca? Oh God, that <laughs> Apparently, he's a Kashiki, uh, is what I learned. A Kashiki. All right, we were going to make apologies on the next episode, but I guess we're getting into it now. We forgot what Chewbacca's race was in the last podcast. I said, Michael switched the question on us. He said, "What is he? where's he from? And we immediately were like, well, we know where he's from. And that's far I ago. blanked on the word Wookie, so I apparently Cliff sitting at home listening to it. So, I'm screaming at <laughs> at myself as I listen to this mm. thing because honestly, like, and just for that reason, Cliff will never ever miss a podcast again. <laughs> well, honestly, um, if I can take it back here, like to give a little history on the podcast, yeah, this, this is <laughs> kind of Michael and Jordan's <laughs> creation here. Michael, That's however, <laughs> Michael, Which however, yes, has been kind of bugging me to do a podcast with him for about a year and a half. Like all these different ideas and formats, and I was always kind of like, no, 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 I don't know anything about podcasting. I don't, you know, Still don't. and in our show here, this is episode fourteen, or maybe fourteen and fifteen, or fourteen and fifteen and sixteen. We're not sure yet. Um. But I've been kind of, you know, having this internal debate with myself. Like, really, what am I? What am I? What am I doing here? What are you like, doing? I don't know. It's still. What are you it's doing still, here? We're still. We're still in our infancy on the show. We're still kind of, you know, our our format kind of sways back and forth week to week. But like Michael has this, you know, he's the artist, the solid background to be here. This. You know, all these projects he's done. You just pay me a compliment. Michael. <laughs> this is getting weird. I don't know Michael really has, you know, he's kind of put this whole thing together for us. Um, and, and Michael's grown up reading comics and has all this 
crazy knowledge. Seth is very much the same way. He's obviously a lifelong avid comic book reader. Is always kind of kind of grabbing the reins now, and he's you know all this finger on pop culture stuff. And then Jordan's the writer. Jordan's very creative. Jordan owns his own comic book store. Like, what exactly am I doing here? You know, where do I do I even fit in here? I don't have all this stuff, you know, that these guys are bringing to the table. But then as I'm sitting at home listening and Michael says, now, wait a minute. Let me, I just want to ask the viewers, what exactly, what species is Chewbacca? And Jordan pulls out, well, um, he's from Kashyyyk. Oh, yeah, Kashiki. <laughs> and that's where I fit in. Oh. You are the bumble. You have one. <laughs> we do all the hard work, build all the toys. But you can come in and put that star right on the top and make sure we do it right. That's good. That's good stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, episode 14, we've still never lived that down. <laughs> Saying Kashiki. That's how I, it has replaced Wookiee for me. <laughs> uh, nothing oh, better God. than a Kashiki. Keep it going, I'm having a great time. <laughs> Ooh, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your face. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously we love Star Wars, but we also love something else. Star Trek? No. <laughs> we love Star Wars almost as much as all the men that Michael loves. Um, at one point, Seth promised he was going to make a bracket. I still have it in my phone. Of all Michael's man crushes, so this could be the good time to start that bracket of all the of all the men that Michael has admitted to admiring great. over the years. Hoba hoba. But it also had the guy off of uh, the last season of American Horror Story. Um, he's got some nice eyes. Oh, I'm adding to my own bracket, just so you know. Great. I'm gonna look at that guy's name. I've got a whole bracket. I seriously do of guys he has said is good looking. <laughs> it's all about the eyes. Uh, I wonder As what's, usual. what's going on with Adam's eyes. Like, if you ever look at Brandon Roth, which I do all the time. Now, I want to see how ripped Hugh Jackman is in this one, because every movie he plays Wolverine, he's more jacked than the previous version. Like, someone had done I am the stick pleasure seeker, the Grandmaster. I was going to say, what are you this week? I thought you were the Grandmaster. That's how Jeff Goldblum described his character this week. I thought you were going to say Jeff Goldblum. I was like, I like it. (laughs) He is a weird cat. The hedonist. Although he's aged very well. We were discussing that the other day. Should I add him to your bracket of man crushes? <laughs> well, on the ner- on the more nerdy side, I'd guess that. I guess so. I was there's, a br- there's a nerdy yeah. bracket. Let's uh, go back and discuss that for a well, while. We'll when we get there, all that's side story. Who did, who did he fight in, in Vampires. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> but he was the, the big baddie. Blade 2 had like... He teamed up with the they're even like worse vampires. That's scary. Oh, and the, and the yeah, they yeah, opened yeah, up. Yeah. Like I hope you guys can see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he hung out. He got some help from uh, what's the Hellboy? What's the name? Ron, Ron Perlman. Perlman. Ron Perlman yeah. and that kind of stuff. Okay. And Blade Three was Dracula. Yeah. yeah. And he got help from the Night Stalkers, Ryan Reynolds, and Jessica Biel. 
See again that well, well when we get to Trinity, I'll say a while later. We're on we're on, we're on Trinity. Oh, okay. Well with Trinity, I like that because I when um there was a time during the nineties when the Night Stalkers all became real popular during the Midnight Sun storyline. So I liked seeing those and of course actually yeah, man crush on Ryan Reynolds. I like even Reynolds. designed my facial hair for a very long time based on his facial wow. hair. Wow. From that movie. I'm not going to I swear to God it's wonderful. There's yep. pictures, get right? the list Somewhere. out. Get that list out. Put it down. And I, 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 Ryan please, Reynolds facial hair. Ladies everywhere stopped him on the street like not the Hannibal King. <laughs> and I and I think that started my session of like I would like to look like that. Adding to the the man crush. But of course, like he has that. Say Ryan Reynolds for us. Ryan Reynolds. How does it make you feel, Mike? I don't have enough man crushes. I feel like that might be a new segment. I think it's it's been a segment. Michael's man crush of the week. <clears throat> so yeah, that's that became kind of a running joke, but it wasn't our first. We have a lot of running jokes. That's one of the reasons we wanted to do this. So actually, I think the first running joke we ever did was about GI Joe. It became a thing we had to mention GI Joe every episode. Seth even would scour the internet and find some random piece of GI Joe news. So uh, yeah, I think that all started with uh, the the age-old question: GI Joe or Transformers? Let me see if my theory holds true. My theory is you're either a G.I. Joe fan or a Transformers fan. You're rarely both. That's pretty much So were you into G.I. Joe and not Transformers? I was into G.I. Joe, yeah. And Michael was in the Transformers Michael but not G.I. The... Joe. All right, my theory, my theory is solid. My, yes. Cool, cool. What, <laughs> I, what I find interesting with G.I. Joe and Transformers is Cobra Commander, Starscream, is voiced by the same guy. Basically, was the same character in each universe. Weird. I didn't know that. Give us no, some cover, Commander Logan, before we uh, before we go. <laughs> I used to be a man. It's not bad. Cobra Commander. Very nice. So, hey, it was very cool having all you guys. Thanks here. for having me. <laughs> yeah, that was our pal Logan. He was one of our guests way back in the day. So yeah, we when we got off uh, the GI Joe train there after several episodes, it got replaced by a little bit more of an uncomfortable running gay. Yeah, they asked her about. She went very political. She's like, "What is wrong with you guys? Everything that's going on in the world right now." She was talking about the black gentleman that was killed down and a couple <laughs> other things. And like, and you're asking me about Brad and Angelina, like. <laughs> Isn't the kid from Fear the Walking Dead is the kid in the wheelchair on... Um, I think it is. Maybe. The black gentleman that plays on Fear the Walking Dead, his name's... Strand. Strand. Okay, yes. <laughs> so good. But just like he's talking about like meeting fans and stuff, people wanting to take a picture, and, and he's like... How about we just talk? Like, he wants to have a conversation with his fans. You know, I was just, I was very impressed with this gentleman. <laughs> so whatever his name is, look him up. His name's Gentleman. Yeah. He's, a, he's a very fine gentleman. 
the old Oliver Queen actor from Smallville's in it. Um, and oh, that guy, like the one that to me always looks like he's a cokehead. Like I don't know why, but oh, yeah. I just kind of get that vibe from him. Oh yeah. But anyway, all these side stories are going on, and, and there's a, a black gentleman that uh, <laughs> goes and finds his real father. <laughs> Uh, there's a reason <laughs> I got this. Mike was so the opposite of racist. Is that I, white guys or cokehead possibly? All black guys are gentlemen. <laughs> oh, I just got the, uh, why I, I have to? I, <laughs> so I, uh, I love it, but it just it really is, it cracks me up every time you mention a black actor. He's the fun. <laughs> I've just been dying. I'm in tears. Oh my gosh. So that, yeah, that became a gag for many, many episodes. We still bring it up occasionally, but we tried to scale back on these gentlemen (laughs) views. Something else you may not have known the origin of what we call our fans Jessies. Um, and you may not know why. Well, you will now. <laughs> what What does our listeners call it? You know, like Marvel had... I thought know, of that. Like, there is nothing rolls off like, the tongue. Um, the Kapowers. <laughs> <laughs> the Kapowders. They're all white, cut, dusted like that movie. Because I'm sure we have a very specific demographics that follow the show. I think they're named Jesse. <laughs> oh, you Jesse! <laughs> that's what that's what it is. I think we got the one we, Jesse and Jesse's girl. That's 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 perfect. From now on, any Kapow fans are called Jesses. <laughs> so Thanks for listening, Jesse and the Jesses. <laughs> Jesse and the Jesses. <laughs> Uh, I love it. I remember that well. So yeah, yeah. that was uh, going out to our pal Jesse Starcher, one of the first people to really invest in us, and also a podcaster yeah. himself at the Source Material Podcast. Yeah, this this guy is, is solid gold, and he is a uh, our number one fan. We I love that he still listens. Just I think he feels obligated. I think he does. <laughs> and, we we really roped him in there, and, and, and we appreciate it. You know, yeah. always liking and sharing and. Yeah, what evangelizing. A, what, what a great guy. And we also end every episode with a peculiar phrase that you might not know why. <laughs> and I watched a documentary about, eh, documentary, more of just a real, you know, following a comedy troupe, um, and these guys all have Asperger's. They're called Asperger's yeah. Are Us. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's not like the best thing I ever saw, but... It was neat, and they were all, you know, is watch them try to put together a comedy show, and they were, you know, they all had, of course, their quirks, and they were entertained. The one guy that was the best thing, I love this. He every time he says goodbye, he says goodbye forever. And he says, <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to see you again. He'll say goodbye forever. See you tomorrow. <laughs> and, and Michael just found out why we say that. <laughs> I did. You may not have been uh, in the room on that one. There's another thing we always tend to say whenever anyone mentions the man Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) Oh, baby. Somebody has to bring up pastry. 
And there's one very specific reason for that. It was because Michael was running on about an hour's sleep and was just off the rails. <laughs> that's when we like him. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah, that's best. It's right in between feet washed, but not <laughs> had enough sleep. Michael's on top. He's on top of things tonight. I'm getting naked because my shirt's on backwards. All right, we're, we're gonna start. Oh my god! Our first topless podcast. We're playing shirts and skins. I'm a hairy monster. Quick, go to comics. Gotham has had mixed reactions oh. trying to do a show without Batman, so I don't know, doing a Superman show without Superman, I guess they think they can pull it off. You mean a show about villains that were created about Batman, but Batman's not in it? I believe that's, we're talking about the same thing. I thought Mr. Freeze looked stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I'm just I want, almost everything you say I want as a ringtone. <laughs> How so, much sleep have you had, Mike? Two, maybe two and a half hours today. So we're getting unfiltered. <laughs> You're getting beyond unfiltered. Just so you know, yeah, his shirt is back on. <laughs> it is, and it's right side up. <laughs> right side up. <laughs> you should have seen it before. <laughs> I don't know how you got this thing his way. Done. So because I got a red shirt on and a blue. You guys all see the uh, little skit on the net with Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans in the... I didn't listen no, to it. No, but please act it out for us. Yes. Oh, it was really funny. It was uh, Robert Downey Jr. had a donut. Chris Evans comes up. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. had a donut. What? <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen behind him. And Robert Downey Jr. is like staring oh. at this donut, and Chris Evans comes up, and he's just like, "Is that the last red, blue, and sprinkle donut?" Go on. And he's like, and he's just staring at him, and he's like, "You know what I told you would happen if you ate the last red, white, and sprinkled donut?" And and he said, "You would tell me." <laughs> that hell would rain down and fire. <laughs> it's actually acting. <laughs> and at that point, uh, Elizabeth Olsen goes, <laughs> and then it ends. I'll have to watch it. I don't feel like I'm getting it. <laughs> we've talked about with this, this uh, we have the new website, and we talk about like bonus content or premium content. <laughs> I think a green screened. <laughs> yeah, somebody animate of, this. Of Michael and Michael acting this out would be perfect premium content. Yes. And then Michael in the background dressed in drag for the screen. Oh, my Lord. That would be awesome. Oh, I think I'm sweating over here. We've <laughs> <laughs> come full circle. Wow. Robert Downey do not have a donut. <laughs> With red and blue and sprinkles. Oh my god. And the right side up t shirt on the same little clip. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Solid What's gold. funny is I don't remember that clip at all. Oh, you were in rare form uh, that night. I I could see it remember. all. I yeah. can picture We were in asylum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, yeah. We we actually beat up on Michael quite a lot. And here's some evidence of that.
It was very cool having a guest in here to get another perspective on things and have a good roundtable discussion. Other than the beating up of Michael, I feel like this has been our most professional podcast. Yeah, I mean, this that, that was fine. I didn't mind. <laughs> well, of course. You didn't mind. <laughs> and, and we all learned something. Exactly. What have we learned? That Michael dug Michael's night toys up. <laughs> At the trailer park in Florida. So Michael does graphic design, he does art, and he does excavating. He's old half Indiana Jones. <laughs> the, the strange part of all this is I have... The end of Clone Wars was really good. Like, the first couple seasons mm-hmm. I felt weren't very well done. Like, they, they weren't as entertaining as later seasons. I think they were made more for little kids. Yeah. Than, you know, adults, I guess. But anyway, Star Wars. <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> Making stuff I for know. kids. It's insane. Um, I'm a kid trapped in a 39 man year old body. Please continue. <laughs> How many man year olds are you? Huh? <laughs> I just I was a 39 year old man trapped in a. Wait a minute. Man year old. Man year old. I'm 39 man year olds. <laughs> Come over here and give me some juice. This is like I got my keister. Dyslexia is kicking in. Um, so keeping with Star Wars Rebels, watch it. It's really, really good. Right now, is that the original Rebels? This is, is the it? original that's, Rebels. Okay. That's the latest animation. Okay. Yeah. Of the Star Wars Disney XD. Um, if you're not watching it, go back and watch it. It's really, really good. We just got to see um, a Mandalore episode. Mandalorian episode. Man-year-old. <laughs> from man-year-old to Mandalorians. I don't know how many man-year-olds they are. They're millennials. <laughs> so, basically, it's... I don't know. Just, uh, I love go watch that track. Thinking of the Sarlacc pit, where you'll digest for a thousand man-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, there's no That's reason to amazing. argue with us or call us wrong. These are the villains right. that have the most impact in our own. Nobody's lives. wrong here, right. and except that, except Michael. Michael. Unless yeah, exactly. nobody's wrong at this table. <laughs> Jordan, we had this talk, dude. Come on, man. I know. <laughs> I fall into bad habits. <laughs> oh, what were you? Did you make him promise not to pick on you? No, I said, I, never in my life am I ever mean to Michael, except on this podcast. And I just follow you guys. You guys say an insult, and I jump on I know. Like, like a schoolyard bully, like picking on the weak guy. Uh, and it's yeah. terrible. I you feel bad want, about myself. You don't want Cliff and I to take your milk money either. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know... Uh, which, speaking of technology, I have a great idea for a movie. You guys won't hear it. Oh, my God. Well, I watched it, how we are so obsessed with technology and social media. And I was watching a video today of uh, Tesla's new um, computer-driven car, how it drives itself, and showing mm-hmm. it. And I was and it, it sparked an idea of a future where we're so obsessed with technology it gives us every luxury possible that we are like one with it, pretty much. This is called Wally. No, <laughs> hold on. This it gets a little twisted. 
Okay, so... Well, because I, I was wa- listening to another podcast where they're... Um, if you have a million-dollar idea, you're going to give it up. Yeah, because I have... Do you know how many million-dollar <laughs> ideas I have? Oh, man. Like, he invented all kinds of things. I'm hoping someone hears this and you're, comes and offers me like, uh, some money. You're like the professor when he got back, when they got off the island, and he came back and invented <laughs> the Frisbee. They were like, yeah, we've had that for a while. <laughs> Continuing on... No, where was I? <laughs> we were hoping Jesse owned a movie studio and was going to yes. pay you a lot of money. Uh, but, but anyway, I, I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about a shadow government. And the, the idea would be like there's this shadow government that is actually technology, like a super type computer that's controlling and manipulating the human population for its own evil purposes. <laughs> the Matrix. And people find. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go on. Why did I, I? I'm glad this is my computer. You guys can do this without. You're getting pissed. <laughs> but anyway, people, people find out and they're trying to bring out the truth. And it's actually technology is having humans kill these other people because they are so used to this luxury that they don't want to. It is. The <laughs> 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 the look on his face when that clicked. That is the best. Oh, that was heartbreaking. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. He was just getting ready to tell us about the pills. Sorry about that. Jeez. Don't stop. Uh, that's one of my favorite highlights my face hurts watching that in real time (laughs) the height as he's climbing his genius idea Uh, and then just hits the wall that was my favorite part of the wall (laughs) Uh, so guys we did a a villain podcast one time where we all picked our most impact the villains that had the biggest impact on us and Cliff went straight to left field with different strokes. <laughs> oh my god! And the man who owned the bicycle shop. Now that clip, it was a little bit too long to throw in here, but Cliff talks ad nauseum about <laughs> the very famous episode where he lures poor Dudley to oh, the bicycle shop. This gives you nightmare. Gives him wine and gifts. And then, turning again. of course, Michael has to tell a story about his childhood. <laughs> This episode creeped me out as a Especially little Especially as watching it as a freaking child. Yes, on network primetime television. You know, and I remember, you know, it being a very special episode, which usually meant they were going to tackle some, you know, serious issue. But unlike Saved by the Bell and that, you know, tried to tackle Jesse's drug use. Over caffeine pills. <laughs> over caffeine pills. This went as far as early 1980s, probably stretched into the censor. Do you think it did any good? Do you think there, there are any I kids think it out terrified there who, a generation of did, kids. Did kids think to you know, tell an adult of something? You know, I, did it do more harm than good? Or I, did it? I, 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 can, I can remember that time, like we were like it was beating our brains that you don't go over to people's houses. Like, strangers that you didn't know, the whole stranger danger, like, 
I remember this episode. Like, I completely blocked it out till you started bringing this up, obviously. <laughs> obviously. And as soon as uh, I mentioned it, everybody knew what I was talking about. Yeah. Everybody remembers Mr. Horton. Up to this point in our lives, we thought all old people were nice, like, great people that take you to parks and, you know, give you, I don't know, hot dogs or whatever. <laughs> hot dogs. Awfully specific. Pornography and comic books. No, because well, I remember as a kid we had this next door neighbor. Yeah, who gave him hot dogs. Here we go. Fiction, Nothing happened. We're recording this, but nothing happened. I got out of there in the nick of time. We only played with my goldfish, Abraham. No, he would he would take me to the park around the corner when they would. <laughs> <laughs> so going. I mean, this is such like true. Go on. Anyway, there, the, you know, like um, the park on the west side where they had the um, like they have baseball games. Yeah. He was just like he was just an old gentleman that would take me over there. <laughs> I give up. Let's move on. No, no, come on. So brought us camera. We've given you every chance to get out of it. You're going now. Go on. What happened? But no. Anyway, <laughs> he. he <laughs> He would just take me over to the park and we'd watch ball games and, you know, he'd give me a hot dog and a pop or something and it was just really cool. Hmm. You know, there's just one thing though. Maybe it would be best if you didn't even mention, you know, that you came back here and I gave you all this ice cream before dinner. Why don't we just make it our little secret? That may be my favorite edit I ever made. <laughs> oh, that was good. I, I love when he does that stuff because I'm always like, shut up. I just want you guys to stop because I don't want him to ever stop telling his story. It's only going to get better. And then there was the time I had a what I thought was a pretty foolproof plan to win a new reality show. And it just ended up with me being made fun of. It was the hunted show on CBS where people tried to evade the law for long periods of time. Anyway. Well, I told you when when we first mentioned we watch it, I guaranteed you I could win this show. Well, I did come up with a plan of how I could I could win. You have to survive 28 days without being caught. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right, so I get the call and I'm on the show. Right. Step one. Jordan, you're on the run. I'm on the run. I pack clothes, as big a box of books as I can carry, in my apartment, and then I probably like clean up a little because I'm so paranoid of like. Oh, they're gonna be in here looking at stuff. I'd right. like scrub the toilet. It's like I don't want to. I don't even think I'm gross. Race all your porn off the hard drive. I would, yeah, I would just you know just tidy up, tidy up the place a little bit. Step two, I make one phone call to the UPS man. I come where to leave my comics for the next month. <laughs> where they all get, yeah, they can really all, they can yeah, all really. stack up. <laughs> then I snap the phone in half like Gus Frank. Throw it away. <laughs> I don't need it anymore. I'm not making any incriminating we'll phone calls. Yeah, yeah. um, you could just put your phone in a drawer and leave it. No, SIM card's busted. Okay. Crack it in yeah. half. Throw it in the trash. All right. Then I drive north just a little bit. I get $100 from the ATM machine. It shows them where I was. Where yeah, I knew where right. I was when I made the phone call. I got the ATM machine. I drive north a little bit more, find a grocery store, $100 worth of peanut butter, Lunchables. <laughs> like, I stock up. Bargain bin, like generic stuff. normal trip to the grocery exactly, store. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Ramen noodles. <laughs> like, I'm good for a month. I could buy a he month's just, worth of groceries. He just made, like, his normal life sound yeah, really exciting. Exactly. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> bring me my comic. <laughs> I go buy Lunchables. Exactly. I clean my toilet. This is not... <laughs> This is 
is not a challenge to me. I, 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 I need a month worth of groceries. Wonder what? Leaving the word. Tuesday. <laughs> but there's like a cool theme song. Playing. Oh yeah, yeah. Then I drive a little bit further north. I leave my car at a bus station. Throw them off. Then I turn around and like either hitch a ride or walk or whatever, like an hour south. I tricked them going. They think I'm going north. I turn around and go south. Camp for like a month. Eat peanut butter sandwiches. Read books I don't have time to read. <laughs> Quarter of a million dollars in the bank. Guaranteed. You could hunt for Bigfoot wire. Can't they hitch in this plane? I think, I think I'm catch, was catching on in the second episode. They have to move so every so often. I was going to say, yeah. What prevents somebody from... Because I think they yeah. The yeah, well, they some people did. These people did camp out in the woods. They made eighteen days, but I think that they have to move around a little bit. I'm not sure. Plan B would be the Heisenberg plan, or I go to somebody and be like, "Hey, I'll, I'm about to win a quarter million dollars. I'll give you ten thousand if I can live in your basement for a week." Yeah. I just pro- just start handing people wads of cash. <laughs> that you have. I'm sure. <laughs> That's a keeper. <laughs> So, yeah, I, uh, I, there are many Lunchable memes, and they, they, they throw Lunchables yeah. at me quite a lot. But I think I've eaten Lunchables one time in, in the interim between that. <laughs> Don't believe it, folks. Somebody who never has to eat Lunchables is a billionaire CEO of Marvel Comics and a real-life supervillain, Mr. Isaac Perlmutter, one of our favorite topics. <laughs> Here we go. Um, the big rumor is that Ike Perlmutter, we've talked about briefly before, Ike Perlmutter, who's the head of Marvel, um, maybe behind this, Perlmutter is, um, he is a notorious, infamous micromanager, um, to a penny. Alleged. He's also, uh, <laughs> quick with lawyers, too. Well, I was, was going to say, I feel like we're, this is official, like we're on, like, the Fox broadcast. No, 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 I'll wrap it around. <laughs> this is getting really official. But, but Perlmutter may be behind this. In fact, with, with not promoting Stags, we've heard that Stags may, or it came out that Stags may have, um, basically wanted to be promoted soon, very, very soon, and they said, no, sorry, um, not going to happen. And basically, Perlmutter, if you don't know who he is, he is the guy um, that just kind of had a feud with Kevin Feige over control. Feige runs the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and which basically so led... So did Kevin Feige like, put on the Black Panther bodysuit, and he grabbed the Captain America shield, and they're like an equal standstill. He may have dressed up like Cap- Captain America. See, actually, Perlmutter was the guy that when they were... Getting ready to film Captain America, Perlmutter wouldn't authorize um, to purchase a gym membership for Chris Evans to get in shape for the movie. This is how cost cutting this guy is. Yeah, I've heard rumors that he like he would only have one bathroom on the floor of Mar- like, yeah. They would he would shut lights out and like wow. count paper clips to make sure like no one was wasting electricity. There, there was a story at one point where Perlmutter called Bob Iger on his personal cell phone um from his local Disney store at one point and cussed Iger up and down about how this Disney store didn't have any Marvel merchandise and that was part of the deal and this and that and basically Iger let him run, let him rant, and then simply replied, hey, do you see that escalator at the store? Why don't you take it and go up and see the whole floor of Marvel merchandise we have up there? We heard some news that uh, about a friend of ours. Pearl Mutter. Pearl Mutter. Pearl Mutter. Pearl Mutter. Pearl Mutter. Pearl Mutter.
not being uh, <laughs> Feige uh, is not fit to shine Perlmutter's shoes. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Do you want me to sing it for you? I would love it. <laughs> Tell us about that clip. Oh, I'm just amazed that week after week we can still find Pearl. <laughs> we I, can get I, that name drop in. There. I tried to. So anytime uh, we could work in Perlmutter, we had to put that music cue in there. We, we bring them up just to do the music. I think that was the first one I made. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? It wasn't your last. Oh, no. No, but they, the big one in the last few days, I don't know if you guys saw one. I don't know how big Harry Potter fans you are, but all these Harry Potter fans are excited. They're crying, weren't they? They can find find out what their Patronus is, and they're crying about it because no one likes their Patronus. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think they let them change it. I went and did it just for the podcast. They won't let you like you do it. You get one chance at this. I assume that you can go like make a gazillion email addresses to be able to change, you know, have another uh, shot at it. Not, not, not me, but like if there's any listeners out there who don't know what you're talking about. Because uh, like I know what you're talking about. I have about. no idea. I, no, I totally know. <laughs> <laughs> but there may no, be some ignorant listener out there. Yeah, what I, is a Patronus? Well, you don't know what a Patronus is? <laughs> it's not some alcohol brand. Ronald, oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, uh, it's not like that top in, shelf in, Patronus. In geek <laughs> fandom, it is, it, is, it is funny that I'm sitting at a table here with with a bunch of people that haven't read Harry Potter books. It, it's, mate, you guys are a very certain demographic. <laughs> I have not pinpointed it yet. There's so many things I'm like, why do they, they don't do any of this stuff? We are such a wide, diverse crowd here. I know. From early 30s white guy to later 30s white guy. Yeah, anyway. I, yeah. Anyway, it's like your animal counterpart spirit, spirit type oh, thing. Spirit Your spirit animal. animal. Yeah. There's right. no better way to explain it. Well, mine that better is. be a freaking owl. Well, you, that's, you have to do this. You have to do it and let us know what it was. I, I wish I thought you were good enough with your phone to just sit there and do it right there. I choose Lino from Thundercats. It's, it's, it's Pottermore is the, is the website. I don't oh. know. Anyway, you just go on there and put your name in and email and do it. But I'm a magpie. <laughs> <laughs> All I could think was heckle and jackal. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> I like it. But, uh, but, you know, In ten minutes, Michael's gonna be like, "I got a rock." Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you, don't you don't, don't you want him to get an owl so bad? He's got to be an owl. That would be so awesome. Yeah, I would just love to hear what what Michael's is, and and, and you have to play us out uh, of this podcast um, clip with. Uh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna set you up for some some dubbing. My Patronus. <laughs> My Patronus. My Patronus. My Patronus. My Patronus. My Patronus.
Poobalicious. <laughs> Michael's chairs are rocking. <laughs> that you got to delve into all of people's history. Well, back online! Which is their physiology is very close to Kryptonium. Poobalicious. 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 Zology is very close to Kryptonium. Mon LP Tramp. Poobalicious. Pulled up my Amazon Prime, and I'm like, well, Hamilton's kind of been on my radar for a while, but I just haven't had time to get into it. So I discovered you can download or get on Prime Stream it, uh, the entire Hamilton soundtrack. And so I listened to the whole thing, the entire two-disc set, right there, uh, straight through. And it was amazing. Like... I'm a bit of a history buff anyways, I kind of always have, and I've always been a little fascinated being right here in the Mid-Ohio Valley with Aaron Burr and what happened at Blennerhassett Island and how he was trying to uh, basically become the emperor of Texas, more or less, uh, was his big plan. And so anyways... Um, how does that tie to our local area? For anyone listening, and uh, yeah, so our many far flung uh, <laughs> listeners. So, we're in Marion, Ohio. We're about 15 miles uh, north of Belpre, Ohio, and Parkersburg, West Virginia, which in between is. I've heard everything's bigger in Belpre. Everything's bigger in Belpre. <laughs> Hashtag everything bigger in Belpre. And uh, right in between on the river is Blinner, uh, not Little Island called Blennerhassett Island, which famously was occupied by the Blennerhassett family. They had a big mansion there, and they were friends with Aaron Burr. And he was, Harmon Blennerhassett was part of the... <laughs> part of the conspirators to separate from the United States and basically kind of steal the Louisiana Purchase from us. That's very basic. So we can write a hip hop musical called Blinner Hassett. Exactly. <laughs> and like totally coattail ride Hamilton all the way to the bank. What do you think, guys? The only way to do that, though, is so far every copy I've heard of Hamilton, they have to say in it that I'm doing this like Hamilton. So make sure you include that in the lyrics. <laughs> that's what they all have. But yeah, just, yeah, just jump on that Hamilton. Yeah, just, that's where I was starting to go. I was just like, I. I if they haven't heard of it by now. Well, that was my whole thing. I mean, everybody knows Washington. You know Jefferson. You know Madison, Hamilton. You, we all heard these names. We know a little bit about them. But the great... No dasher and dancer. The great thing was... But do you recall? <laughs> Is that one of the songs from no, Hamilton? No. Uh, but these folks, you know, not a lot of... That's one from Blitter. <laughs> oh, this right to sell. But people like it reminds me of. I just watched the episode. Has it the dinky ass island? <laughs> Had really dumb conspiracy. Oh, Michael Hill. If you ever saw it. Uh, but I just watched. This is Blunder Has an Eye. 
And on the mighty Ohio, a mile or three, right outside Parkersburg and Bell 3, there's an island there where men are still free, where they tilled the land and cleared the trees. And they maybe just were a little good county, but they know a thing or two about tyranny. This is Glenner Hassett, I. So they built a house and they called their friends and talked a little bit about means and ends and even if this new country wins, the power still power and the money still spends. And they're and Blender has it so rich and so sure. The man got a lot but need a little more. He ain't out catching fish or trout and fur. He's inside rubbing elbows with air and burr. This is Blender Hassett's eye. They hatch an ambitious plan and keep it silent. Louisiana's purchased and Texas full of dry dirt. Is it treason? Can things turn violent? Keep up, son. This is Glenner Hassett's eye. <laughs> that just burst into flames when he threw it. That was amazing. <laughs> when Clinton throws a beat down to that. <laughs> iTunes. I, iTunes, baby. I think we just got our first bit of premium content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all redacted from the beginning. People have to pay extra to hear that. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Well, that's of, that's my new ringtone. A lot of, <laughs> of downtime in Asylum this week. Had, that's a real brain power. Was- I think we need to re-record that with our new equipment. <laughs> Yeah, we got a lot of electrical tape now. <laughs> My face is still red these many years later. <laughs> Hearing that again. So, yeah, we don't just drop beats and make music. We also have many other talents, including creating characters. <laughs> well, one of us does. Oh, we all do. <laughs> so, we've had a few memorable ones in these early episodes. Some were planned ahead of time, and some just kind of come out on the fly. <laughs> Jimmy invited her. You know, invited Lucy, James. too. James. Yeah, we found I'm out. James, and I'm good we, looking. When you are that studly, you are James, not you. <laughs> so, Cliff, do you like mullet wearing Superman? I don't have anything hugely against mullet Superman. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. But it's it's he's got this time stamp on him. When you see that image, you know exactly where it's from. <laughs> he's been working on it for a week. I've been waiting. So I'm trying, trying to set him up, but I don't just, know. Uh, well, now now hold on there, there a minute, man. I, I I'm mullet wearing Superman, and I am a man above the time. Let me tell you something. I may love paint burn jelly like Elvis. I may even sound a little bit like Elvis. But a mullet never go out of style, you know what I'm saying? You sound more like Billy Ray Cyrus. Well, he get, he got a mullet too, you know. That, that works. You know, I grew up on a small farm. People think that I shouldn't, I, I, I should have a metropolitan accent. But I really don't. Cause you know what? I, I grew up in a very small town. I like to fly around and, and wear my mullet. And, I, you know, uh, what, what is it they say? Uh, uh, business in the front, say? party in the back. You know what I mean? You know, Lo- Lois, Lois likes the mullet late at night. She likes to grab. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> she so what, what was the, why did you grow your hair out long? Is it just like the trauma of dying or what? Wow, what caused you to do that? I thought it was cool. 
Yeah, I, I, I like I like Billy Ray Cyrus, and you know I saw that you know he he it was just cool, you know it was just cool. So you saw some of those other DC heroes who were looking, looking kind of nineties, and you wanted to get with the time. Yeah, I want I want to be on the cutting edge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I didn't want to cut my hair anymore because you know, like when I shave, I gotta use like this lead thing to like focus my heat vision on it to, to get it. And you know, that's really hard to do on your hair. It's different when you're shaving, but to do it on your hair, that they take an extra long time where I gotta go out and save somebody. <laughs> so I just said, you know, let's do it. Up, up, and away. <laughs> up, up, and away, y'all. Well, if anybody's got a billion dollars to spend, it's George. What are we talking about? The George Lucas is building a... Art museum. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's got all kinds of art. Norman Rockwell and R. Crumb and just tons of stuff. Plus, of course... Star Wars stuff. I thought you guys were talking about building a Star Wars museum. There, I, I mean, I, I get the impression there's going to be a lot of that in there, yeah. but it's also going to, it's going to have a lot, just, he has just an enormous collection of art. He has more money than anyone should. And he's going to, he's wanting to put it somewhere, so, pe- you know, he's, I think the guy's like wrapping up everything. He, you know, it's kind of neat to see somebody face reality and say, okay, I want to, I'm willing to turn the reins over to Star, of Star Wars and let, you know, somebody else take it from here. And now I want to build this thing and have something that's here for years to come. And that, build a museum. Yeah. So, (laughs) this is your George Lucas impression. It helped. Again. <laughs> I was able to recognize it, you know, since we're talking about George Lucas. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> who's your number 10? Uh, my number 10 is Ivan Drago. Ooh. From Rocky 4, of course. Ooh! Uh, mainly because not only was he uh, in the movie an Olympic gold medalist with the record of 100, 1, and 0. I just love the fact that <laughs> he represented the entire Soviet Union in the height of the Cold War, and it's a fact known that Rocky Balboa ended the Cold War Die. in that movie. <laughs> and as far as I can count, he only spoke about four times actually in the movie. That's how much gravitas his his words... That, that physical imi- yes. intimidation. It was perfection! And he, his lines were, to Apollo, you will lose. <laughs> During his victory speech... I like your George Lucas impression better. <laughs> I know, it's much better. I can read it as George. Do it, do it. Yeah, do them all as George Lucas. <laughs> I cannot be defeated. I defeat... Oh, man. Soon. I defeat real... He dies. Oh, that was so much better. But my favorite line, of course, is "I must break you." Uh, oh my! That was not a planned impression. Sometimes they just come from inspiration, That's that magic right. place. But I don't think there's any character we have loved more or hated. The one and only Ronald P. Tramp. I'm Cliff Barnes, 
And I want to let you guys know that I brought a special guest tonight because evidently, uh, unfortunately, Seth is sick home today. So I brought my uh, friend. Um, everyone give a warm welcome to Ronald. Ronald, hey, what's up, Ronald? Hi, my name's Ronald, and I'm uh, I'm filling in for Seth, and I'm really super excited to be here. Um, I can't believe my wife let me out of the house because usually she she keeps a really uh, uh, eye on me, but she let me out tonight, and I'm really happy to be here with you guys filling in for Seth. Hey, it's cool to have you, man. I when I heard Seth was sick, I felt really bad, and I didn't know what we were gonna do. So, you stepping up and filling his shoes, man, that's 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 huge for us. So thanks. Well, you guys are welcome. Like, really, I, I, I'm the one that should be thanking you guys because I listen to all your podcasts, and I'm just like a super fan. Like, I just love you, love all you guys. I want to be your brother, you know. Um, I can't help it. I just get so excited when I hear your guys' voice on a podcast. You're, you're making me blush, Ronnie. So I, who's your favorite of the four of us? Who's who's your who's the breakout star? Uh, Ronald, I'm the one that brought you over here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you did. Um. I don't know what I'm looking y'all guys in the eyes right now. It's it's kind of nervous. Um, I, I'm sorry, Michael, but I think I gotta go with Jordan because uh, he's he's clean shaven. He's got a pearly face. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, Ronald. I really appreciate that. I remember Ronald that. Is making it quite uncomfortable in here now, Ronald. It's it's fine. You can scoot your chair back over that way. Well, guys, I'm the one that gave him a ride here. I gotta take him home too. Oh, it's it's okay. I'm very friendly. I I, I don't mind to call her up. It's, it's it's okay. You guys can continue on now. Wow, Ronald, you're throwing off our mojo. We're we're kind of off our game a little bit. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I forgot to tell you guys my last name. My name is Ronald P. Tramp. <laughs> Why is that funny? What does the P stand for? Pretty. <laughs> That's what I tell the ladies. Don't tell them last. <laughs> The Tramp Mobile, you'd be surprised what it's tricked out. It's got shag carpet <laughs> uh, <laughs> I might come off a bit redneckish and maybe Michael. And and some people you know, let they have different views, but I just gotta say, like, believe it or not, I'm very, very quality for everyone. Like, I don't care if you're an animal or a vegetable. <laughs> you are very indiscriminate. <laughs> like, I, if you, if you are vegetable rights, man, I would not have expected it. Like, if you, if you, if you love your vegetable. I know, I know the one's bestiality. What is it when you really love a vegetable? Oh. Vegan. <laughs> I, I watched Dr. Hugh, but what I really liked was the impossible <laughs> girl like when she was on there. But <laughs> she was sexy. Again, don't tell my wife, but she was pretty. Impossible girl? Yeah. You don't know about the impossible Cla- girl? Clara. Was the impossible girl? I got nothing. She's oh, gone wow. now. Like, she's. Let, let me tell you, she saved Doctor Who's life. <laughs> like there would be no Doctor Who without the impossible girl. Like, and the first time he he met her, you know what she was? What? She was a brain of a dialect. <laughs> a dialect. <laughs> and you know them dang little uh, dialects that are like exterminate, exterminate. Right, right. 
<laughs> it's funny because I really like the dialects because they sound like my Uncle Johnny. <laughs> because he had one of those things where like he smoked a lot as a as a younger and I would always I would always go up to Uncle Johnny and I'd be like, Johnny I'm getting tickle bacon. I'm like, Johnny shakes terminate and he would put his voice communicate up there. That's not a That's not a and I'm like, oh, John, I love it when you do that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dr. Hugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. By how much similar interest Ronald has with Michael. Well, that's, that's why they're friends. I'm telling you, like, I, yeah, you didn't really explain how you guys met. <laughs> it's a funny story. What's the origin story? What's the meet cute between Michael and Ronald? <laughs> well, I, guess, I can tell you the guy's Tramp. story. Michael K. Easton, Ronald P. Tramp. How does this how does this bromance begin? Well, it happened when I was nine years old <laughs> and I lived out on County Road ten. Um and Ronald, like we lived in this duplex and Ronald lived over the hillside in this trailer. Um and like I would always see him out and about, but I never talked to him because he kinda had like uh, some bigger dogs that like they would scare me every time they come out barking. Um so, so I, I just it just seemed like they were a little bit rougher, and I was a little nervous, and I didn't want to, you know. But anyway, there was a it's creek over the hill. <laughs> there was a it's creek. It's like, you know, serial killers come up with very specific, like, <laughs> backstories to their alibis. Well, anyway, um, I'm, try- I'm trying to wrap this up, but over the hillside there was a creek that I, that me and my brother would go playing all the time. And one time we found this beaver dam, and we were... You know, being kids, like, it was a small stream, but I had, like, my foot went through the wood or whatever, and it got stuck, and I couldn't get it out. And I was, like, freaking out, because I knew it was a beaver. Like, I, you know, I didn't know if the beaver was in the dam or, you know, what was going on. It's coming right for me. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Ronald shows up, and he gets me out of it, and... Um, I you're did lose my shoe. Over you're a it. hero, Ronald. I didn't <laughs> realize you were a superhero. You're sitting here with a hero. Well, guys, I, I was down there looking for crawl daddies in this little <laughs> stream because every once in a while you can find them. Um, I don't know where the stream went to, but um, I, I just like no offense, Michael, but you were pretty nerdy and geeky, and I, I didn't want to talk to you either, by land because I thought you were a little pipsqueak. Um, because you know, like. Me and my dad, we rubbed snuff like since I was probably six, and you know it, it's just you're you're a little nerd bike thing. And I just like when I saw you helpless in this dam, I was like, "What would Superman do?" I was like, "I gotta be man." And even though I was bored too, you're I just, saying Michael was nerdy, but you looked up to Superman and Captain Kirk. I mean, that's pretty nerdy, Ronald. Are you like in denial about how nerdy you really were? You won't go outside of five. I'll show you how nerdy I am. I'll put lefty and righty up, and I'll show you how nerdy I am. I just because You're you wearing got, a Flash Gordon shirt. I mean, Ronald, just be who you are. Don't be ashamed of being nerdy. Have you ever seen Flash Gordon's hairline? That is some beautiful purity <laughs> blonde hair. How could you not want hair like that? Yeah, beautiful hair. I mean, I, back then I had a mullet. Of course you did. Right, well, <laughs> we all did. That's true. But anyway, we're getting off track here. I, it's not like I saved his life. 
I mean, there was that one time I killed a two-headed snake that was going to bite me. That's another nice story for another time. But yeah, I saved them. another em. weirdly detailed story for another time. But yeah, yeah, I saved him from the angry bear. He messed up his house. And, and from then on, we became friends, and we hung out every now and then. And talk yeah. about what you guys are referring to nerdy stuff. Yeah, watch out for those angry beavers. Wow. So, yeah. Thanks, Ronald. Michael's getting a little teary-eyed remembering this traumatic moment from his childhood. Well, I, I, I don't know if I was... I do have another question. Yeah. <laughs> what dimension are we talking That's about? That's where I was going to go. Are we in the... Was that, that explains the Beaver part. Creek and the Two-Headed Snake. Because that only would happen in a different dimension. Rob, Absolutely. did you hop over when Michael came to our dimension? He found the gate in the Mound Cemetery. Do, do we got time for this story? <laughs> no. Well, I, it's it's a very long, overcomplicated story. Um, let's just say that you guys are on the right path. So you are a visitor, as Michael is, from a different dimension. Well, Can we tell re- listeners at least that much? Or is I, that, should I, we not say? With the tinfoil? I mean, there's a lot of people like Well, I'll things. tell you guys one thing. I never, ever wanted to tell Michael this, but I actually come from... Another alternate dimension. Oh, oh, oh no! And that, Cliffhanger. And that day at the Beaver Dam, Michael's supposed to die. No, I'm really sorry, Michael. We can talk about this later, but you know, it, it was my my job to save Michael's life that day. I am riveted. This is thrilling news we've just learned. Like you know, I was Whoa. I was spending yarn about like why I like some of this nerdy stuff and. And, but, you know, in my world, things are a little bit different on what's code and what's not code versus this life. And, you know, but, um, yeah, I, I, I saved his life. So, you know, it's, we'll talk about it later. I'm, just, I'm getting a little emotional. Right. Yeah, you guys have a lot to talk about. We, we should probably leave them, give them privacy. A really weird episode of Quantum Leap. <laughs> I, I don't know what to make of that, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm emotional. I don't know how you are, but I am. I'm full of emotion right now. Tell you now. what, I'm going to stay the hell away from that creek. <laughs> <laughs> it's on County Road 10. It really does exist. Go out there and look for it. I can even I can even take you guys on a trip. I know exactly where the house is. It's a duplex on County Road 10. Well, let's, let's, let's get a camera. Let's get a camera and some microphones and go out there on a field trip. There <laughs> might be some like energy <laughs> re- residents. Like if he came over to that universe, there might be a hot spot somewhere. Tail. Known as Crisis on County Road 10. Yeah. Oh, Ronald. What's that feel like listening to that, Michael? (laughs) I'm shocked (laughs) and amazed. I'm always stunned how quick you are on your feet. You pull stuff out as Ronald. It's It's just... I don't know where it comes from. It's not from Michael's brain. It is literally from someone else's brain. <laughs> There's just all these different voices running through my head, and you're just lucky what you get. You're lucky. L- lucky what you get. So, after we learned that shocking origin story, um, <laughs> we had to give a little slack to Michael and the way he pronounces things in such unusual ways. So, we've always... He's since day one. He has said he speaks a little bit differently than the rest of us. So it's I'm from a different dimension, right? So that kind of explained why. But I said from the from the very beginning, our uh, pronunciations with Michael K. Easton was one of our favorite favorite recurring recurring themes. <laughs> <laughs>
while also uh, expanding my vocabulary, uh, it did because uh, I could remember every once in a while like getting this really long word, and I was like, "What the?" You know, and my mom would my mommy would tell me what the word meant <laughs> or how to pronounce it because I have my own word way of speaking, which you'll find out as you listen. See, I was one of the cool kids that had the anime membership where uh, that is, that, that's definitively how you, that you pay, is what the cool kids yep. have is a membership to anime well you paid the the membership and you got you know that's my where i got a curio the first one and every month they would send you <laughs> what i'm just gonna quit I no i really don't mean i really don't mean to laugh at you Mike. that's all right it's great i've always called it a curio i know it's not right it's a cabinet Please, go on. Please, please pronounce it for me. Akira, Akira, Akira. Uh, Rokosaki. <laughs> <laughs> but the worst idea I've ever had in my life was the day I said I would be on a podcast and I would speak. <laughs> the superstars that the '90s people became. I can remember when Greg Capello was a new guy. Did I pronounce his name right? Yeah, Capullo. Capullo. Yeah. I can remember when he was a new guy. And he came on X Factor, or not X. Yeah. You're always, you, yeah, you're in both worlds. Now, if I just paid attention to uh, English class a little bit more, <laughs> and was more grammatically correct, <laughs> Jesus. Um, I, yeah, like to me as a kid, that wasn't exciting. I wanted to be the next Robin. <laughs> Rob McFarlane. Yeah, there we go. I mean, Todd's brother, Rob. <laughs> Todd, Todd McFarlane or Rob Lightfell or Jim Lee. Uh, it's a creature that has its personality, so yeah, much more of a creature film. Just be glad it wasn't Sean Van Cotton down. Yeah, it's Sean Van John Claude Van Damme. And you know the funny thing? I've seen that test footage. I did too. And it's so bad. <laughs> Uh, evidently, there there might be this Joker is Jason Todd. What? Yeah, the jo- the J- Jared Leno is the Joker. Uh, by today's Who standards, would ever make a movie out of a comic book. What are you talking about? I think Patrick Wilburn. Is that right? Warburg. Oh, two. I would assume they'd get Cougar right at least. I mean, she's a 40-ish, let's say 40-ish. Uh, Betty White? I don't know if Marissa Tomei is, is Aunt oh. May. No cast, who knows. Is it's got to be someone very voluptuous. Voluptuous? <laughs> Cougar is very voluptuous. <laughs> Can I say that one more time? <laughs> Put another M in there. <laughs> wow, this is really great. Like when he was fighting Baron Leaper, um, the the fighting. Did I screw <laughs> up? That's not right. That's right. Not right. <laughs> I was gonna let it go. No, no, no. We don't do that. <laughs> All I have to do is look at Jordan's face when I do something wrong, and he doesn't even say anything. And I know I've done something wrong. Batrock the Leaper, not Baron Z Leaper. Z-Leaper. 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 Capitaine. Sacre bleu. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of running time, uh, we watched that Amy Schumacher movie. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to get a name right, damn it. One. <laughs> Amy Schumer. Trainwreck. 
Good for be able to slot those guys in. Would, would that be um, oh, uh, Joe? Is it Joe Pescopo? <laughs> Pescopo. Yeah. yeah. Is that the Guy Gardner character? <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I thought when they were Joe, I, Joe Pesci for Joe Pesci. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. For clarity's sake. Yes. <laughs> you know, I can't get anything right these days. I'm lucky to even think on a normal basis. Well, I would say that you know the Family Man does have Jeremy Pivens in it. Go get him, Tiger. Did I get that name right? How many, how many Jeremy Pivens? Sorry. <laughs> but my favorite part of that movie is with Carrie Knightley. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> nope. Knightley, yeah. What do you say? Please continue. Yeah, what is he going to talk about? As, Michael, uh, you move your mouth and say you talk. <laughs> Let me bend over first. Actually, I would say it's more of... Um, John Ramada style <laughs> Spider-Man versus Senior. The hotel John, 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 John Ramada in. <laughs> Did I say the right name? Sorry, no. Who's I talking about? Ramita. Ramita. Ramada. Ramita. We're back, baby. Flying high on all cylinders. And for people that don't know, I think her name's Laura Vanderveen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, Mark, um, uh, Terexia, or Tixera. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like he was the artist on it, but I could be wrong with that. Along with my name pronunciation. Yeah, I just remember <laughs> pronunciation. I remember my, uh, and my original. You need to drop for that one. <laughs> pronunciation. But that's Word it right there. That's right there. Pronunciation is exactly <laughs> it. <That's>, <laughs> it's pronunciation with Michael Lewis. Um, <laughs> Here's a random question for you. If Harrison Ford... Pronunciation. (laughs) Michael Case. The sad part was that was a really easy word. (laughs) But I actually thought that when we saw the robot... I thought it was going to be Chemico, or the the big giant... Is that the name of it? Chemico, or Chemo, or... That's on Bobby's. Yeah. Big green. Dude. Tell, that's yeah. not actually. That's giving up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who won in uh, JLL versus the uh, nineties? JLL versus JL. The 90s. We all lost the nineties. <laughs> we all lost the nineties. None of us won the nineties. Christopher Pine. Is it? Yeah. Make sure I'm right. Chris Pine. Pines. Pine. Pine. <laughs> you were right. You were right the first time. Yeah. Singular. There's not two pines. No. Wow, he plays twin, twin plays. Wayward <laughs> Pines. My Pines! <laughs> he plays Steve Trevor. And Steve and Trevor's. Trevor's. <laughs> <laughs> You're just messing with me now. Jeez. Uh, Steve's, it's actually Steve's Trevor. Uh, Steven? Trevor? Tre- Steve, Steven Treverson from <laughs> the... Come on, guys. Oh, like, the uh, version of Mentalia that they went with. <laughs> Mentalia. I don't know. Spell it. What is it? Mentalio. Mentalio. What did I say? That's what you said. That's not it. I'm taking it. What? Mentalio? <laughs> I hate you all. What and all. I'd correct you, but I have no idea. Metallo. 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 John Corbin. Yeah, I know it's John mm-hmm. Corbin. I still hate you. <laughs> anyway, Electra. 
<laughs> which everyone was the bottom of everyone's list. I don't know how people feel about the actress, but I can't. I've never liked her as an actress, so I. What's your name? Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> no, was there a D? Oh, I thought yeah, he had it. Perfect. I thought he had it. it. Please correct me. Gardner. Gardner. I'm right by Michael tonight. Is that Yeah, the other one. Peter Foreman. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he play Mephisto? One of these days. One of these days. Mephisto. Mephisto. Yeah, and the the morose little kid from who, who <laughs> I would just say it. <laughs> Metastopheles. <laughs> I've been listening to World World Z. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> World War World Z. Is that what it is? That's no, a Brad, that's a Brad Pitt movie. Try again. No, the book. Yeah, yeah. World War Z. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh okay. that is a great book. Max, you will enjoy it. Max Brooks. Yeah, I'm listening to it for my second time on Audible.com because he was on Chris Hardwick's podcast talking about it. How he had a full <laughs> ensemble cast. I've never ever listened to an audio book that has done this. It's and like an old radio show. Yeah, he's got Henry Rollins as one of the characters. Um, Alan, Rick, oh, the guy from Mash. That's a, that right there. Is it, <laughs> is it Alan Rickman? Am I right on that? No, no he's no, dead. Alan Alden. Alden, he's on there. <laughs> now we're bringing Alden, it all back. Alden, Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin. Just keep saying names. <laughs> but anyway, I think that has to do with him being the king of yeah, Wakanda. Must just be because <laughs> in the mythos, you can challenge whoever the king of Wakanda is to be the king. You have to fight him. King, you gotta beat the king. That's yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah, that, I... <laughs> no, <July. laughs> Wakanda. <laughs> she waited on me at Burger King. <laughs> you know, guys, one of these days... This is going to get really freaking old. I got news for you, Michael. This is the show. This is what I. This is why people come back. This is the. You're. you're this, trust me. You're the favorite. You're the star. The lovable loser. That's what is selling this show. What you guys don't understand is when I was a little kid, I like read a bunch of comics. No one could help me with these words, so I just made them up as I went along, and that's how I hear them. Okay. Well, it's great. What is it? We all get to hear it like that, too. What is it? Wakanda. What am I saying? Wakanda. <laughs> Shaniqua. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> oh. oh. That can't be all of them. <laughs> <laughs> we only did the first Oh, that's just the first bit. Yeah. That's the greatest hits. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's when we started hashtagging them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we didn't do hashtags till way later yeah. in the game. Yeah. Wow. Is that it? No. No. All right. Let's keep rolling. That was all the pronunciation. Oh, good. Yeah. So every clip show from now on will have that section. Though, yeah, I'm sure. Because Michael is the star of our show. Uh, there's still a ton more. Let's just do more clips. Go, Cliff. Go. This is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. I'm Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm the artist formerly known as Seth. And now I'm I'm just going by this unpronounceable 
symbol now, but I'd like the Michael's pronunciations. Pronounce the symbol. It's my new name. Two scoops. <laughs> I like it. Yes. It was supposed to be obviously an ice cream cone, so whatever you want to call That looks like a whip. So I think uh, Jared's going to be kind of our master of ceremonies here and run things down. He is the number cruncher, the stats guy. The guy who figures out batting average and slugging percentage for his little league team. I do indeed, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you who was the who led in OPS on my little Alright, yeah. I don't, are you guys start ready? from the bottom? Start yeah, like Drake? Drake style. We're going to start, yeah. start from the bottom now. Drake. Alright. Number 15. No one in this room got that joke. They're all like Tim Drake? I don't understand. <laughs> I'll call up my 11-year-old daughter and I'll ask. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say, thanks. is I had nine episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that I was just going to binge watch, and my wife was constantly asking me, can I delete these? And she's like a warden when it comes to DVR. Jared did. Anybody? So I was like, no, I'm gonna, one of these days I'm going to binge watch them all and give them another day. I get on there the other day, they're all gone. <laughs> and I was like, Christy! <laughs> She's like, actually, Sunlink did it. It said it had a big icon on it, and it said, you are no longer watching this program. It seems like you're not interested. Wow. This will be deleted. <laughs> Tell me what I'm doing. So you're, you're not the boss of me. Your cable provider decided <laughs> what was going to be on your DVR. Like, evidently, uh, this isn't worth your time, so it's not worth that time either. Holy moly. Even though I pay for that dang DVR. So yeah, this is the what, second show of Mike Tober, and we're still missing our pal Cliff. He is in Florida at the moment. He was at uh, Walt Disney World all this week. And uh, as we're recording, the Hurricane Matthew is kind of tearing through. What a terrible, scary name. Yeah, it's Hurricane kind of a week. Matthew. Well, did you hear his girlfriend's right behind him making sure he's... I saw that meme, Yes. It's a littler female hurricane. Well, filling in for Cliff is yeah. Jordan's brother Jared, and he's uh, going to give us some Disney news. I, Disney was closed today. That's the only <laughs> Disney news I know because I saw that on the news this morning. And I'm very happy to be here. I'm happy to represent all the Jessies out there. Uh, you know, there could be anywhere between two and a couple dozen of us that we don't know. We're very unorganized, not very motivated, but we are out there. You guys should start a Facebook group. Yeah, right. The Court of Jessies. Well, I was a little nervous about Cliff because none of us kind of heard from him from a couple days, which is weird. And this, you know, this is a very serious situation. It's not something to joke about, right. but I thought, you know, Cliff, he was either washed to sea or the, I swear the last thing he posted was the Star Wars uh, stage show. Hmm. I was like, maybe that dancing Darth Vader, like he, he followed hmm. him to the dark side. So <laughs> Cliff has either, he's either lost to us one way or the other, but he finally messaged us. We know he's safe. I just pictured him like on the teacups continuously. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think Disney shut shut down for anything. Not twenty notes. And they said it was only like the fourth time in history. Wow, it's pretty serious. So. so what you're saying is right now Cliff is part of Disney history. Oh yeah. Well, he's always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if this, he, I think he stayed down there just in case this is how he could die. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't see him being, he, I see him being okay with that. Yeah, he's in, like, in, a, in a teacup, wash to see, yeah. with the ears on, I think he would want to go that way. <laughs> all over business. It's 
like riding the bomb at the end of Doctor Strangelove. He would have a grin on his face. I learned to love the ears. I was just seeing him floating out to sea and his wife and kids on shore just like waving by him. He's just going down with it. He goes, uh, Question. Do you guys know what Gaia is? Yeah. Has everyone heard of Gaia? But he accepted her as my personal savior. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was common knowledge that everyone knew that that referenced Mother Earth. And I had a conversation with someone the other day, and they had no clue what I was talking about. Which is on par for me. Yeah. Well, let's call them out by name then, and yeah. <laughs> let's expose them. <laughs> no, 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 no name calling. So, uh, so what's the question? Just do we know if who we it knew, is? Just you guys knew. So you can prove to that person that everyone knew except them. Apparently. Well, I have accepted Lady Gaia as my personal savior of Mother Earth, and I give back to her as the one and only illustrious Michael K. Easton Camp. That's a completely new way to wrap that up. I did not see that coming. So, that game I was talking about, it was all slippery at the at Gen Con, slipped in <laughs> last Friday, uh, Friday the 13th game. We played it. Michael got to play it. I was With enhanced figures. Yes, that's, that's what I'm getting at. We, it comes with just palms, like basically like chess pieces. Just very nondescript yeah. colored palms. Where's the fun in that? No fun. Powder generic, like, sorry, sorry. No fun. So I replaced them. I replaced the campers with some figures out of another game, and then I bought a Horror Clicks figure of Jason, and I cut the base off of it, and did some work, and replaced it with a different base, and made it, and I... You did some of that better modification, yeah, right? Jazz it up a little bit, and I posted some pictures online, and I got a little feedback. Did... Now, I know Michael never watched Mad Men. You never watched Mad Men. Yeah, I've never had I figure, well, there's a guy, anyone out there that maybe watched... Everyone else on Yeah, I was going to say, it's a pretty great show. They, uh, the guy that played Harry Crane on there, named Rich Sommer, he (laughs) is big into board games. (laughs) He also has a podcast (laughs) called Cardboard, which is really good if you're into board games, but he... He saw my the picture of the figures and was commenting how you know thought it looked awesome and was asking me questions how I made it and I said well actually I it came with extra figures I'll send you one you know I'll throw a base on it and send it to you and he was like oh I, as soon as you told me what you bought to make it I already bought it and he sent so he ended up sending me last week the figure he bought and I put a new base on it and sent it back to him nice. well then last night maybe maybe you'll right, have you guys ever seen Lost. I would assume yes, you watched Lost. I may or may have watched all of that. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, last night, Jorge Garcia saw have. that picture early from Lost. Now, wait a minute. Don't give me any details because I'm still on uh, season two, episode three. So Not Penny The Spoke. actor survived. So <laughs> Hurley? Hurley, uh, the actor who played Hurley like is alive really and well. one of my favorites. Spoiler alert. Last night, I want to eat a burrito with Jorge Garcia commented, wow, that is rad. And nothing like sitting on component upgrades before you even own the game. You guys have the sickness to me and Rich. And little does he know how slippery I am. That game that doesn't come out till next month, I have been playing for a month. So I thought that was pretty cool. I was at work. I was like, hey, Jorge, go see. Just tweeted to me. 
And <laughs> Vol- Voltron season two, like it sucked me right in. I was like trying trying to get Jordan to watch it earlier, just telling him all about it. It's like the animation style, the characterization of the. I mean, there's nothing that's wrong with this show. It's it's like uh, the best Marvel movie ever, but animated. Wow, <laughs> that is, that's high praise. That's uh, it, it, the best yeah. Marvel movie animated. Yeah, it's that, got action, it's got comedy, yeah. drama. Don't sell us short. Dude. Better than Guardians of the Galaxy, but animated. Yeah, I'm not a fan yeah. of owls though. So if there's any owl-based conspiracies out there, I feel like that's a good Are there? Spot I'll top of your head. Actually, there is. <laughs> there's a secret society of the rich elite. Um, it it kind of crisscrosses with the... the um, I'm going to interrupt you for a second and just say, I am much rather love love hearing these conspiracies from Michael K. Easton than I do. <laughs> yeah, because that website, the thing about the nuggets he shared last week, I clicked on it, and it's like World News Daily, one of those, like, that's like Inter- a bat boy. Like, like for entertainment thing, right? only. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. It's like, no, well, this is true. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think Mike even believes that stuff, but this is like, you see his eyes light up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is like, seriously, whatever this is. So go on. Yeah. Well, there's this, it's like uh, along the lines of um, Skull and Bones, and there's this, some kind of meeting of all the rich elites. I know what you're talking about. In California. Yeah. In Northern California. Stuff. Giant owl statue. Yep. Yeah, I'm with and you. It's I know what you're talking about. It starts with a B. Bilderberg group, correct? Yes. Okay, yes. yes. Not Bohemian Grove. It's a different same, no, it's the same place. That's where it is. Yeah, yeah okay. it's the same uh, But same there's thing. like this big giant statue of an owl that they all like, they like, all, like yeah. do supposedly all kinds of debauchery to, allegedly. <laughs> They do debauchery to it. <laughs> There's a lot of ill things that happen at that. This is how to build a bear. <laughs> how how Michael feels about Supergirl, I'm beginning to get on board with what happens with tomorrow. I just I, I love the team chemistry. I love that we're all superheroes and we're not afraid to show it. And then this whole the chemistry, it's fun. It's I, I don't care so much about the plot. Points as just every episode, it's fun, and we're trying to and we keep screwing it up, but we're going to try again. And this is it. You, it's like you're talking about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so. I'm Cliff Barnes, and you can find us at. All oh, right, yeah, we usually uh, do that. <laughs> whatever. Somebody's got to remember this Good stuff. One. The Kapow Podcast on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. Kapow, the pop culture cod, uh, podcast. Podcast. <laughs> That's a different show. Kapow, the pop culture cod piece. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm selling at your local Walmart. And we have that website. We've been talking about making merchandise. Yeah. Line of Ooh, nobody's doing that. Kapow, <laughs> cod pieces. I love that idea. And you'll know when you, you know see somebody. P-P-C-P? Yeah. When you see people out on the street with a cod piece on, you'll know. <laughs> You were like, hey, there's there's another Jesse. www.udownwithkpp.com I merely think of Dust Till Dawn, like the little gun cod piece. Yes. It's a microphone. Yeah. I'm all in now. I'm stuck. Screw t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Come on, microphone oh. cod pieces. <laughs> oh. oh my! Still waiting on those cod pieces. <laughs> I forgot that ever existed. Oh I don't even remember gosh. that bit. There's a lot of nuggets in there. That's just rapid fire. <laughs> I'm, I'm exhausted. exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So that's. The clip show, ladies and gentlemen. That's a bunch uh, of craziness. That's yeah. hundred that's only really fifty episodes worth. Yeah. There's so much, much more. more. You're looking forward to the next one. And just think of all the places that we've podcasted at. <laughs> yeah, you can put every one of those quotes I can picture where we were. Yeah. We Tunker. Yeah. Several yeah. different houses, businesses. Yeah. Wrong side of Third Street. Sometimes we were freezing, sometimes we were hot. Sometimes the fire alarm went off. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been a long, fun night, but we're not done yet, everyone. Holla! You can always pause and listen to the rest later, right. but we're, right. we're, we're in it for the long haul. <laughs> we're having too much fun. We're just going to keep it going all night. <laughs> so, looking back on these, we wanted to try to come up with our favorite episodes. Not just our favorite funny moments, but episodes that really click with us and i'll start if that's all right um it was actually it was episode 17 no it isn't all right but go ahead anyway okay, well we're doing it um so going back to the whole Mudder thing <laughs> some news broke because we were desperate to do that Mudder drop so oh, yeah. every yeah. week before we were ready to record i'd go look and google Mudder and try to find something and one week seth, just, it, seth didn't come Right, because I was, I was trying to gather the news that and we, week. We all showed up and we're like, what are we going to talk about? Because Seth always gathers all the your, information. I like how your favorite freaking episode is when I was... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. And like, within like eight minutes, Jordan Googled Perlmutter, and that was our whole bit for the entire and show. And the greatest thing ever fell from the sky, straight from the Perlmutter gods themselves. His lawsuit... Against the tennis pro, Mr. Pierenboom, <laughs> and the theft of DNA, and what became an actual verb that we used yes, per- yeah. to pearl mutter someone. Right. It joined our lexicon. It's, yeah, the whole, it's went nationwide. Everybody <laughs> knows what it means to get pearl muttered. So if you want to listen to that entire episode, it is number 17 back in the archives, but here is an extended taste. Guest starring Ronald P. Tran. <laughs> and I found the greatest story I've ever heard. This came out uh, in the New York Times on March 7th, so it's kind of old, but it didn't really make how any did, of the fan news. Yeah, how did we miss this? So, on... This is the premier Perlmutter podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if there's breaking Perlmutter news, We're we should be there. What's the number one James B- B- Bond villain? Like, is it Dr. No or something? Dr. No, uh, Goldfinger, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Blofeld. Because I want, like, whoever, like, Stole his DNA. He's got to have like a really cool name. Uh, it's Pierre Boom. Pierre Boom. That's my long lost cousin from the other side of my family. Harold Pierre Boom. Oh, Harold, not Harold. He's always he's never up to any good. <laughs> Calm down, Ronald. <laughs> oh, Harold. Okay, so yeah, the New York Times reported this story about all these lawsuits that have been going on with Perlmutter, and it was just picked up. Uh, August 11th, very recently on this, as OuterPlaces.com. It's kind of a sci-fi blog that mixes in real science and science fiction. And they, they 
they had a truth is stranger than fiction sort of story. Uh, it's Palm Beach, Florida, whatever weird gated community Perlmutter lives in, <laughs> he's been having a fight with this Herald guy who was like a golf pro, or a, sorry, a tennis pro. And there's some tennis courts on the premises that Ike's fighting over. He doesn't. He either doesn't want them there, or they're too. La- I don't know what the story is. We can't make this stuff up. But there have been multiple lawsuits between. He sued him for the tennis courts, and he countersued <laughs> and whatever. So Perlmutter and Pierenboom have been having a legal battle for like a year now. This sounds like the Hatfields and the what is it? Yeah, uh, like the billionaire Hatfields and McCoy. <laughs> so all of a sudden, there have been over a thousand unsigned pieces of hate mail have shown up at this Herald guy's friends, family, and business associates. Wow. These letters that are like slandering him and saying, do you know this guy is a has sexually assaulted a child? This guy attacked someone with a knife. This guy was a murderer. They're all unsigned. And they're like, like, are they act, like actually giving facts with it or just saying no, like... No, it's like none of this stuff is ever... There's no court documents to back any of this stuff up. It's just slander... And lies. And yeah, he's just trying to, like, scare this guy out of the... Allegedly, allegedly, don't All right, that. I just have to stop you right there. Is Permal the guy that donated, like, a million dollars to the Trump campaign? Gosh, totally unrelated, I'm sure, but yes. This all makes sense now. <laughs> so there, there's this big countersuit that they're trying to prove that Perlmutter is sending all his email <laughs> to scare this guy out of his gated community. This, this this is a really fun around there. You know, like I, I like wearing my lawsuits on Sunday, but <laughs> to, to, to do like just to slander a man because a man is a man of his word, and to make a man less of his word—that's just disastrous. Like especially a tennis pro. I mean, that's all you have is your word. That's a tennis pro. <laughs> so yeah, they have—they've—I uh, uh, don't know what the legal term is, but they've gone to Marvel trying to get his work emails. <laughs> To, to see if he's ever like mentioned this guy in like correspondence, and that's as far as I could find that that hasn't been settled yet. So I don't know if Marvel has given up these emails. <laughs> is, is Joe still the editor in chief? Uh, there's a couple different layers okay. now. Joe but Kassana. could you imagine like the law enforcement's coming in there, like you do comics, and <laughs> like, well, we need to search your servers for emails. <laughs> but we haven't even got to the best part yet. Oh, so Lord. the 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 Harold's lawyer. Set up basically a phony deposition and forced Perlmutter to come in so they could steal his DNA <laughs> and they could test it against the envelopes. So they they had uh, they had like uh, what they called evidencing there and they made him touch everything uh-huh. to get his fingerprints and they took his water bottle that he drank from Someone's to try to get saliva. CSI. This is yeah. like the greatest Law and Order episode <laughs> ever. <laughs> Are you sure you're not just reading a, one of those episodes? I, I have two sources from this. Multiple sources have have said this. Well, so they always say, like, if it's more than one source, it's got to be true. So they brought him into this phony deposition and, like, had, like, a, a pitcher of water and some glasses there or whatever. And, wait, and just waited for him to, like, they take the heat up, too? Like, <laughs> like, oh, the AC's not working today. And he's, like, sitting over there sweating. Perenboom compelled Perlmutter to come to his lawyer's firm for a deposition. According to a judge's ruling in April, after several days days of testimony, Perlmutter was lured to the firm under false pretenses, and Perenboom and his lawyer were conspiring to steal his DNA. He even hired a DNA testing facility, which provided him with special paper for the exhibits that is constructed to efficiently pick up DNA. 
<laughs> After the sham deposition in which Perlmutter was instructed to touch the exhibits, Perenboom sent his DNA off for testing. It's unclear whether there was ever a match to the hate mail to Perlmutter's DNA. The New York Times reported... Uh, uh, yeah, they apparently some of the DNA on the letters went back to his wife, <laughs> Laura Perlmutter, but that was then that was immediately thrown out of court because it was like gotten uh, under false okay, pretenses. Yeah. yeah, there was no <laughs> warrant or anything. So, that, well, that's what I want to know is uh, how they uh, get Laura's DNA. <laughs> like, was Harold like showing her some tennis lessons or something? Because. They don't say that they got Laura come over and give DNA. And, yeah, sounds you know, like some phony, like, phony tennis lessons. It would have been awesome if they would have lured him into this little room for the deposition, and then this Harold guy like jumped out of a closet with like a bunch of balls in a racket and just started firing him at him. <laughs> well, what I want to know is like after he left, did he give like an evil cackle or something? And you know what I mean, Michael? And I'm like, <laughs> his theme song played. I'm sure. <laughs> well, I want to know if Harold was like. Uh, Ronald said if he's over there going <laughs> as he leaves the premises. <laughs> so yeah, as crazy as this is, I, I guess I did learn this website called it Genetic Larceny. It's not illegal yet. Apparently in Britain you cannot take someone's DNA without them noticing, but there's only five states in America that have made it illegal. Alaska, Florida, Jersey, New York, and Oregon. That reminds me of another story I was reading another day on that dang, um, you know what you call it, that internet thing? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it was on ALL News or something, but it, it was just an article that was talking about how this woman worked at one of them clinics and got some, um, I don't know how to say it because I don't want to be rude to get out of her, juice. <laughs> and uh, she, she used it to um, conceive a, a child, and then she turned around like, you know, that's fine, Danny, just don't tell them about it. But she turned around and sued him for child support. And you know what? That court system told him he's going to pay child support now. Dang, Ronald. That, that's, that's my step. I don't want to say what that is right now because, you know, you, you, Michael told me this was family friendly, so I don't want to go does there. That, but Does that worry you? Well, Are you worried could you? Some, someone's going to steal your... How did you put it? Well, I got, I, it's funny you brought that up because late at night I wake up. We're going to bring up a lot of things, Ronald. They're all going to be funny to you. I'm I, I wake up in the middle of the night and I don't feel like myself. I feel like something happened. Like, you know, I, I, I used to sleep with one of them tinfoil hats, but my, my, it got, it got in the way when I, because I toss and turn when I sleep and, and my wife wouldn't like it because when I would turn over that tinfoil would crinkle and wake her up. <laughs> And she don't really like it. So, so I, I, but like, I wake up in the middle of the night and I feel like something happened. So I never know. I might have a lot of them. them, them You've dang- been pearl muttered. Pearl muttered. I might be. I might be pearl muttered. <laughs> I, you know, I always thought it was aliens, but you guys make a whole lot of sense. I think I've been pearl muttered. Ronald, you're really regretting me bringing you here. I don't think we're ever going to get through all this news. Um, thank I'm wondering God's- if I've ever been pearl muttered. <laughs> so I need to like hypnotism or something to go back to repress memories. Well, guys, I, going back to Harold, if there is a supervillain that shows up in Marvel Comics that's a tennis pro, oh. there's going to be a lawsuit. That would be awesome. So yeah, this all seems to be have been going on for a long time, and I I love to find out the resolution to all this. Well, I guarantee I'm saying it right now. 
We're going to follow this story right here. <laughs> as long as it takes. We're going to go on the road. We're going to... If we need to put out a weekly update on this story... Breaking no news. matter whose DNA we got to steal. <laughs> no matter how many phony depositions we got to put up. If you feel like you've been pearl muttered, <laughs> leave a comment. We need a hotline. Pearl hotline. Call 740-555. You've been pearl muttered. <laughs> Ronald, what, what do you think about that? Well, guys, I, well, it's funny that you brought that up because I was thinking, like, I have, like, a, a plate in my head from an accident way back when, and I can pick up signals. I think that's how, well, I thought it was aliens, but you guys are saying it was Perlmutter, but maybe that's what's been going on. But sometimes I can pick up radio signals. So if you guys want to bug his house, I can probably, <laughs> I can probably listen in on for it. So I, I, I think we should get to the bottom of this. Oh, let's do it, Ronald. Palm Springs, Florida road trip with Ronald. <laughs> Load up the tramp truck and we're going. The tramp truck. <laughs> Yeehaw! We get we get on the tramp mobile. We're all the way. Woo, buddy! Guys, we are having way too much fun. Um, I'm sorry you missed it. <laughs> I, I can. Does it have a? It would have to have a bumper sticker that said like, "For HBP, have you been Perlmutter?" <laughs> I feel like we should do like a Ghostbuster like fake commercial, like how they have in the, the original movie. Like, you know, that's really cheesy. It's just a. It's a. It's. It's Mike on a headband and like a polo shirt with a tennis racket sneaking in <laughs> to your room at night. <laughs> oh, guys, just wait. We're going to have a YouTube video with a Perlmutter commercial in case you have been touched oh. by Perlmutter. <laughs> All right, everyone, to fix your tinfoil hats. We have an update to the uh, breaking Perlmutter story we talked about last week or last show. Last two, two shows ago. Some show ago. Um, first I have to apologize. Uh, we have to do a little bit of a retraction. I got some of the facts wrong. So I actually don't... So it's not that easy, is it? Yeah, much like, you know, CNN, I was rushing to break this year-old story, and I didn't uh, look at all the facts. So, you know, I feel like I'm in good company with some of these uh, big news networks. Anyway, I believe we talked last week... Uh, if you remember, Mike Perlmutter, CEO of Marvel Comics, was accused of sending letters to a neighbor of his in a Florida development named Harold Pirenboom. Mr. Pirenboom, in return, stole his genetic material to prove his DNA was on the envelopes that held these hateful letters. Um, and I didn't really explain why this whole thing began. I thought it was something to do with tennis courts. I knew that much, right? And I said Pirenboom was a tennis pro. That is incorrect. So change your visual image of Mr. Pirenboom. He is not a tennis pro. Do we have to change your meme? Yes. <laughs> I, like, I really like that. Uh is actually a Canadian businessman. And he when he moved to Florida and became neighbors, this is all allegedly... I have no legal degree, and I would like, I would prefer not to he do this. He's always very, everything that Jordan reports. That's why I usually do this, because yeah. he really doesn't want to get sued. No. I have nothing, Mr. Pirenboom. Don't steal my DNA. I don't want to get pearl buttered. 
<laughs> so, yeah, um, I guess the story more precisely is, uh, said Mr. Perlmutter is a 73-year-old avid tennis player, and the tennis pro at this resort in Florida where they lived was a woman named Karen Donnelly. And I looked her up. I found her real estate listing and her uh, LinkedIn page. I was going to send her like a friend request or something. But, um, so I actually found her, and she had been the tennis pro at this place for like a decade. And when Mr. Pierboom moved in, he realized there was a little bit of irregularity because she was getting paid enough for whatever thing. Like it has to be, you have to bid on the position. And she just kept, her contract kept getting renewed every year. So she had not been bidding for this. And he thought they should follow the rules of the bylaws or the whatever. So is that like some inside trading or something? Something like that. But it said she had also, Pierboom alleges that Donnelly invited non-residents to the complex for tennis lessons. Oh, my. Oh, no. That just sounds like a Frasier episode. <laughs> <laughs> the whitest of white people problems. And she also had a side real estate business she ran from the tennis center, which I found her real estate page. You can buy very expensive property off Miss Donnelly. Um, so, and apparently this lady was uh, Mr. Perlmutter's favorite tennis pro, and he was just infuriated that anyone would call her credentials into question. And so, I guess she was being paid like $60,000 a year to run this tennis thing, and the the, the place broke it down. If, if you made over a certain amount, it had to, you had to bid on it. So they broke it down into three $20,000 payments, so it was under the threshold and they could just keep giving her a contract. And all Pier and Boom, boy, that got his gun. <laughs> he wouldn't put up with that. Old Pyro Boomer, he's always messing around with that stuff like that. So, yeah, he was trying to get rid of this one. big follower. What? <laughs> Lawsuits flew back and forth between those two. It said Perlmutter, like, paid for this lady's lawyer. I mean, she must be really so, good at tennis. So all this happened on a Sunday? Why? They're just when you wear your lawsuits. Yeah, they, were wearing, they were all wearing lawsuits. Did not know what he meant by that. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was playing tennis, man. I loved one. Yeah, you did. I loved one. Nice yeah. volley. <laughs> I'm the tennis pro here. Oh, that was one of my favorite episodes. That's a fun one. So, well, one of my favorite episodes was one of the first ones we uh, we really ever did way back. We had, uh, at our first Halloween, we borrowed a, someone else's Halloween bracket. And complained nonstop. Right. <laughs> so when Christmas came around, I took it upon myself to make our own Christmas bracket. And complained nonstop. <laughs> and everybody complained. So this is actually the, was the SoPro episode number 14. There was and a lot then, of heated controversy over the stuff. Yeah, we, we went, I think the following year we re-released it under the Kapow feed. So, um, this was known as the So Pro Ho 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 Holiday Tournament Bracket. <laughs> and this was three episodes originally. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's been re-released back, it's in the Kapow archive, so you can listen to all three parts as we argue endlessly about what the best Christmas pop culture is. Uh, we have three Lowe's joining us tonight. It's a very exciting night as we uh, have our Christmas special. <laughs> I, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna take the initiative here, and I'm dubbing this the 
SoPro Ho 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 <laughs> Tournament. <laughs> Tournament. <laughs> it's getting real up in there. Yeah, so what we're going to do is uh, I we have compiled a list of classic Christmas movies and specials. Um, Cliff Barnes has worked very, very hard on this. Yes, with with some assistance, but we've broke it down. And a lot of complaining, a <laughs> lot of attempts, a lot of anger yelled his way, but he was a trooper and came through. It's going to give me a little colorful. Well, I did say early on that I didn't have a that big of a dog in this fight because I'm more of a horror man. I, I can uh, throw in a silent night, uh, deadly night, but... Uh, this should be interesting. Michael's too cool for Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give yeah, me the gore. Uh, if you listen to one of our previous episodes, we did a Halloween bracket, and we counted down the favorite horror movies of all time. And that one was so much fun, and we enjoyed it so much, we thought we have to do it again for Christmas. And the Halloween one, we kind of borrowed someone else's bracket. Christmas, we made our own. So uh, yeah. I think we should post the bracket online. We can put it in the show put notes. Put a link to it. So if you want to fill it out yourself as you're listening or with your family and friends over the holidays, <laughs> gather around the tree it's and a, fill out your bracket. It's a new family <laughs> tradition. <laughs> well, uh, Cliff, you want to lead us off? Sure, sure. Um, so with our SoPro Ho 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 Christmas and Movies specials, Bracket. You have to say it every single yeah. every time. Yeah. Every time. We're gonna get it trending. Hashtag. So pro ho ho ho. Uh, Silence. <laughs> well, rolling. Cliff, tell me what White Christmas is about. Uh White Christmas was the classic um kind of follow up actually to uh Holiday Inn. Um, Holiday Inn No. Oh not that one. No. Different movie? No, different movie. Okay. Uh, this is a Bing Crosby. Uh, Danny Kay. Yeah, Danny Kay. Rosemary Clooney. There you go. And Vera Ellen. So, um, they're in the army, and uh, then they get out of the army and want to, they become like big singing and dancing stars. They put on course. a big show, Song right? And dance right. Yeah. 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 All the movies back then, you had a big show, <laughs> yeah. a lot of singing and dancing. They, uh... I mean, it's still, it, one thing, this is the black and white category. This is the the least black and white movie you've ever seen in your life. That's true. This That's is true. The, I don't know, it sounds yeah, pretty white is. to me. Sounds <laughs> 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 the, like the whitest thing I've ever this is, this is the original white Christmas. There's, I think there is one it's, colored person in the movie. <laughs> it's so white, Jordan just snorted it. Oh. But the, this was the first, Paramount's first Vista Vision movie. They were, like, the negatives were twice as big, so the color saturation was really deep. Oh, Bing's eyes were very blue. <laughs> yeah, this was kind of this was the big follow-up. But the thing. one, the one thing, last thing I'll say about that that kind of shook yeah. me up a little bit. I'm watching it; it hadn't been a while. Yeah. And they have like a chalkboard there where they write like what the next act is going to be, and then you know the camera zooms in on it and it says 2 p.m. minstrel show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm squirming in my seat. What, what's, what's about to happen? Well, apparently by 1954, they'd figured out that you can't really go full blackface, and that's probably not cool. And so they still did this song. It was actually called Minstrel Show was the name of the song, and they did it. And they, it was every bit of Minstrel Show, yeah. but no blackface. So. It, it's that's small, small steps. It, well, yeah, that's <laughs> called a progressive Hollywood yeah. liberal. Film. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
huge, huge Christmas movie. Yeah. Cary Grant um, starred in The Bishop's Wife. Yeah. Whistling going on. Is that the fire alarm? Better be a false alarm. If it's not, we all have to evacuate and we'll just pause burn. everything. Stay tuned, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Is this the last podcast recorded at the studio? Quick, go through the whole list. <laughs> Break for commercial here. <laughs> That's why it was so big. Cary Grant was so mm-hmm. big. And then we have Miracle on 34th Street. Um, that's a very popular movie that they still show a lot on TV today. I watched a little bit of it uh, the other night. Um, it was on, of course, um, uh, we have Santa Claus at uh, Macy's. Um, Chris Kringle, who uh, obviously believes he is the real Santa Claus. And uh, versus kind of um, the store psychologist, if I remember right, something like that. Um, the head psychologist back yeah, then? Yeah, he ends up... Uh, Wait a minute, did you say store psychologist? Yes. Macy's, what? Macy's is a very big store, okay? With a you lot of floors. So they had a psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> well, the psychologist ends up getting Santa Claus committed. And... Uh, um, his friend that works there That's at Macy's. A lot of authority it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, what does any of this have to do with Christmas? Nothing. <laughs> but here, here's where here's where we get back to plot. Santa Claus still is against the whole thing and says so. And then all the kids in the world start sending him gifts. And basically, yes, you should take this year off. And we don't need need you to do this and basically showing him that it you know wasn't important to them the gifts and so he Christmas time reverse psychology that's right so he says okay where's the store psychologist on this one (laughs) Macy's on the line we've got a problem with all that's right and basically he to me these these are the two things I don't miss every year at least once I watch the Grinch they, they rerun the Grinch a lot more I watch Rudolph the one. It used to just be the one night. Now it's yeah. It's, the Grinch is on like three different networks I, now. They, it used to be closer to Christmas. So when I watched Rudolph, then it felt like Christmas mm-hmm. to me. Now it, it aired like December second this year. Like it's a little bit early, but still, I yeah. I I have to go with Rudolph. I, I think the Grinch is it's it's one and one a for me these two i said these are these are my childhood this is christmas to me <laughs> and these are the two most so some of these other ones have gone into the plots and like wait what was this about but these two you know the, the these symbol yes symbolize christmas to me you know the plot of the grinch and the you know the singing and the the heart growing three sizes and all that mm-hmm. stuff i mean that is christmas to me and so is rudolph and you know bringing Ripping the teeth out of a monster, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretending to be a pig, luring him to his death. I mean, that is what it's all about. This is what Christmas means. Bumbles bounce, man. Uh, yeah. So, I, any uh, if the Grinch was matched up against literally anything else on this list, I'd pick the Grinch. But I have to go with Rudolph. I'm Rudolph as well. Well, that's, so we got. Two Grinches, two Rudolphs, and what were you two? Rudolph. Rudolph, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Grinch! <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, maybe next year. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
Now with Mickey's, I vote back in the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> with me, I'm. I'm Researching the memory banks, but uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, didn't they have like um, stuffed Christmas toys of the Mickey characters like you could get like limited edition like through McDonald's or something during the time that this came out? Or is this something completely different as everyone looks at me very oddly? (laughs) I don't know. No idea what you're talking about. Mickey's Christmas Carol was. Anyway, I really didn't think Michael would be able to leave us all confused. I thought you guys knew enough about everything Christmas that Michael wouldn't be able to stump you. I do, well, the and reason he, why I was asking wouldn't have a half memory of some weird thing that no one knows. I just about. remember like these like little. I think it was Mickey Mouse and those characters around the time that a Christmas Carol came on. They were like these little plush toys, and I'm thinking it's through McDonald's. Now. Am I correct, or am I? I just think being so. Crazy? Those ones. Uh, maybe. Are you at one point McDonald's? This, now McDonald's ran the Muppets. That, yeah. Are you thinking of the Muppets? No. They had Muppets, but they also had oh, okay. Like there's a little screw. The nightcap. There. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. They're looking at a picture on, on there's right now. Riveting radio. Yeah. So so Mickey's. Wait a minute. Whoa. <laughs> We're in rewind. What did you just say? Just so you know, that is the only picture on the internet. There's only one. <laughs> <laughs> My cover photo. I'm I, still... recognize, I recognize your stitching. <laughs> I think my mom must have watched, loved that movie or something, because it just was like on it nonstop, and I got so sick of the dad. I got your back on this one right. for the opposite reason. Christmas Story scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> I couldn't watch it over and over again, and I wouldn't watch it. I, I honestly don't think I've seen it since I was 10 years old. It scared me so bad. What the Santa Claus? Which part? Well, I'll tell you from from the little brother's perspective. <laughs> I don't even have a. I don't I'll, even know what to I'll say. You, I'll give you a little bit of background from the little brother's perspective. Winter time, getting ready to go <laughs> outside out to play. Okay, my older brother Jordan grabs me by the shoulders, and I mean, as serious as all could be, like he had stared death <laughs> in the face. Says to me, "Promise me." Promise me you will not stick your tongue on any poles. <laughs> I mean, he was definitely afraid that one of us was going to get our tongue. You would walk out of the house with it just hanging I'm out. Fairly I'm going to go find a pole to lick. <laughs> I'm a pretty scared, anxious kid, anyway. And the the, thing, and the, uh, the, the thought of being stranded by myself, stuck in a pole, by my sensitive pink little tongue, and the bully, the bully, his eyes were yellow, so help me God, they were yellow. I, I couldn't do it. it, it was too much for me, because I didn't watch horror movies as a kid, this was a horror movie to me, and I, it never got that... I can't watch it now as an adult and see all the warm, fuzzy feelings because it just it. it. Well, I, and you, I think you scared me off of that movie for many years because I, I was the same way. Where I didn't watch it for many years. I love I mean, this. I watch the crap it every I, year. I love watching Cliff sweat over here. <laughs> that you guys are all saying this because I was dying. I made him watch yeah, it. Yeah, like my lovely years wife ago. is like, oh, it's something we got, and it's kind of become a thing where. You know, because they play it like all day long, right? Yeah, Twenty-four hours. So we'll sit down after the kids are in bed Christmas Eve, and we're kind of get starting to get the presents ready, that kind of stuff. It'll just be on the TV, and for the last five, six years, I mean, it's just yeah, it just plays. He refused to watch it for the first couple uh, yeah, of years, and then, and then I, I start watching. Like, okay, this this is a good movie. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's keep Santa, let's keep let's Santa yeah. kicking you down a, a slow yeah. shooting your. It's a horror film. <laughs> it's the worst Christmas ever. Right, let's but, talk. about do you so, like either of these? I, 
I've got some more psychological trauma that ruins things. <laughs> All right. That's what this podcast needs. I don't want to get into it. you need that. a psychologist? Well, it was the, the year, well, set the year, 1994. It was the first date I ever went on with a female. <laughs> I'm going to the movies. <laughs> We're like, oh, what do you want to see? I don't know. What do you want to see? Oh, I don't know. What do you want to see? I'm like, hey, uh. Uh, Stargate's coming out. <laughs> nice. A classic a, date movie. Yeah, so I'm like, I want to see Stargate, obviously. Not understanding the female mind. Is not want to see Stargate. So I go to the movies. I'm all nervous. I'm right. And it's five minutes after. It's ten minutes after. The movie's already started. She hasn't shown up yet. I'm like, have I been stood up? She comes rolling in ten minutes late. Oh, did we miss the beginning of Stargate? Oh, clever, clever girl. Good. And I'm like, oh, I think we did. She's like, well, I think the Santa Claus is playing right now. And I was like, oh, okay. All right, <laughs> see how this goes. I get it. I understood women. <laughs> I was 14 years old. So I sat through the Santa Claus with my arms crossed, angry, wanting to be watching Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell. jump through Stargates. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> And we remained friends, and I asked her years and years later. I was like, you did that on purpose, didn't you? She's like, yes, obviously I did that on purpose. I didn't want to see a stupid sci-fi movie. That's good. So Jordan Bowe. Home Alone. I love Home Alone. <laughs> How I spend all my nights, Home Alone. I'm backing him up. I'll vote for Santa Claus. Okay. Jared. Just like a woman. <laughs> no, it did not leave me with the lasting uh, issue. well issues. Yes, but uh, holiday cheer right there. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. That was the most, probably the most people we ever had. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the uh, successfully podcast night podcast of the asylum was. We had quite a few there too. For that. Yeah, was that so. was that your favorite, Michael? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> He's a natural. The first Friday when we had all our pals stop by, it was okay. But <laughs> you know who really loved that one the most? Who's that? Well, of course, Mister Ron Play Tramp Man. That was my favorite out right there. I, you know, I can't go. You guys talking about these 100 episodes or this year being your 100 episode without me coming on here saying something. But I tell you what, man, them ogres, they're some funny dudes. And this was my favorite episode, man. And, man, I sure miss that Bucky dude. He little, he little, he little precious man. But, yeah, it, I say it's my, gonna be my favorite. That's good to hear. Yeah, we did a special night. We brought some of our podcast pals. Over to Asylum. We recorded live in the store with uh, Remington from the Dueling Ogres, Jesse from Source Material, and what we thought was Michael's imaginary friend, Bucky, actually showed up in the flesh, and we had a good time that night. Things English food, that I have seen you do <laughs> is review comics uh, via Periscope or yeah. and a lot of times your kids will interrupt you and I think that is so hilarious. I love it so much. Oh, man. I have totally missed out on that. This was, yeah. this was uh, about a year ago. Well, even Periscope was big, what, like yeah. a year or so ago. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I mean, you could watch anything on there. I was, I, I you I, can, <laughs> or you could. <laughs> I, became, I became actually pretty good friends with a Scottish man who was a bingo caller, dude. I, he would set his phone down and he would 
Periscope himself calling Bingham, which was the greatest thing you'd ever seen. Jag Betty, if you ever listen to this, uh, you go find him. He's out there. But I think he stopped Periscope. Can you, Periscope went is it possible to explain to us why that's the greatest oh, thing? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> number one, okay, numbers in the English language versus numbers. Number numbers. one, that would be B1. <laughs> and it's hope, you know, you got like, uh, uh, oh, man, I wish I really could do the man justice. It's, yes, it's, it's very, it's B13. Have you ever played bingo? There's no C in bingo. I don't need your bullshit, Now, you gotta think, this dude was a professional bingo caller. I'm not talking to someone walk on the street. This is actually in a casino, a Scottish casino, right. and he's calling bingo numbers. Uh, but anyway, okay, what was that, what was that talking about? That, hey, that's no one talking about this. This is fascinating. Right here. Actually, Seth in Scotland, it's Mick Bingo. <laughs> I take it back. There is a C in Mick Bingo. Wouldn't that be Mac? Mac Bingo. Has anyone besides me watched iZombie? Yeah. Do you like it? Uh, she likes it more than I do. Okay. But I do I think we need it. to trade Michael to the Dueling Ogres podcast. <laughs> so that he can he can talk about Star Trek and Doctor Who and all the stuff we never talk about. We'll take we'll take a player to the game later. Player on a different podcast. No take backs. <laughs> okay, I come pre approved. I'm coming podcast. We're going to hire draft pick in the next right. podcast. Man, yeah, I'm already scouting. <laughs> wow. Better up. Bucky's in place. <laughs> I was just getting ready to say, you better hit the minor leagues for a little while. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, Jordan, you- the weekend that the second season of Daredevil came out, I binged like the whole second season of Daredevil. And then I had the rest of the weekend because I took off work to watch Hero. Because <laughs> that is how sad my life is. That's dedication. Yeah. Not sadness. And then I just you started... You have to put a positive spit on things, Bob. And then I just started binging the entire... <laughs> I just pictured you as his dad this whole time. It's like, I'm really supportive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to your room. As much as I love Marvel, there is more DC on my poll than there is Marvel. Now, I did see... And also because of price, but still. That there is a vat with an H on it, and there is something brewing in it that might be part Hulk, part um, Wolverine. Yes, yes. I saw a picture of that. You told me about that the other night. I did. And I saw... You know, when we had uh, yeah. dinner... No. <laughs> I'm not even going to let you try that. No. But there's something going on. They're brewing or making. It's my two dads. <laughs> it's like the responsible dad and the and the deadbeat dad. <laughs> Don't you listen to that other one. No one ever wants to be around. <laughs> he smells of booze. And Superman. His nipples are out. Nipple erection. No big music. My shirt off. <laughs> you like me with my shirt off. Well, anyway, so yes, right. What do you think? How can you defeat Wolverine Hulk? Yeah, there's, there's seriously. There's Deadpool, maybe? No. Adamantine swords? No. There's nothing. There's nothing in the world to defeat I mean, I don't really Wolverine have Hulk. Comic book knowledge in order to. 
Do they notice that the Infinity Gauntlet? Yes. Nope. <laughs> Forget <laughs> it. Deadpool with the Infinity Gauntlet. I, 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 that ended the argument. Congratulations. You win the world. I am the champion! Custody has been decided. No. Bucky is yours. Congratulations. No. No. Bucky. Come here. I got some underwears for you. He just brought it all back around right there. That's right. All back around. You go to the dueling ogres also. <laughs> oh man. I just shot myself in the foot. I got bike and butt. It's a pretty sweet deal. Yeah, that's right. You're a winner, baby. <laughs> <sighs> Just the, in the beauty of with a local podcast like this or you know, YouTube show or whatever is, you know, start interacting and then you know, there'll be times like this when you can come interact live, you can interact online. You can be like Bucky. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Bucky got to come down here. Bucky freaking hosted the show. And he just, we right. let him do whatever. It was, well, now that he's gone, we can t- it was a make-a-wish kind of deal. <laughs> <laughs> this was his life's goal, and yeah. we we made it happen. So I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Yeah, I'm like, this was so now when asked me at the gas station if I want to give a dollar to March Dunn. Nope. Like, I, uh, I did not go to I did you not? I'll show him the picture of my game. This kid right here had a dream come true. All thanks to me. <laughs> we're just we're just kidding, Duncan. So uh, I love you guys. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, it is cool to be in this area with so many other podcasters that we like and can share our right. humor yeah. with. And Bucky. And, and Bucky. Bucky. <laughs> we pass Bucky around <laughs> between the podcasts. It is rather surprising. When we first got into this, I would have never suspected the Mid Ohio Valley was, uh, had a plethora of podcasts. <laughs> oh, that means a lot, Cliff. <laughs> Um, right, Seth, well, my, my, I'm calling this my fave. I haven't listened to it since we recorded it, but I have fond memories of Michael's intervention. Me a classic, too. classic episode. This was number 11. Wow. So Way back machine. I believe yep. we peaked <laughs> early. As soon as we hit double digits, it <laughs> yep. never got better than this. So let me get my tissues one last time here for this is it. Facebook, of course. Uh, but I just, well, you know what? You probably shared that, and I have blocked as much stuff as I can that you share because my life was being consumed. Wait, we should have a new segment: to share or not to share. Oh my Wait, gosh. we could vote on. I did not know we could do else? that. Lord. Oh, that would be amazing. All this time, I just thought of was to share. To <laughs> share. All right, well, guys, you're in for a treat. I have everything figured out. Been waiting with me, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna do a little test, and and we're gonna see where we fall. Okay, has anybody heard of the Mandela conspiracy? Just like Gaia. No, completely <laughs> different. Okay. Well, you know Mandela from Africa that became president and stuff. Nelson. Nelson. Yeah, Mandela. Yes. Okay. This is where it goes back. Do you, any of you guys remember, like? Hearing back in the, I think, late 90s that he died in a prison, but then he was fine and he became president. Do any of you guys remember that vaguely? 
That's before the internet, so I can't imagine that rumor spreading. No. I remember him being in okay. prison. Okay. You don't remember ever hearing of him dying? No. No. Okay. I mean, he's... Is this like that Bernstein Bears thing? Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, now you're cooking. Oh, great. We're in a parallel That's world. real, Jordan. Oh, That's proof of time travel. I, all right. I that I'm all sick of these stupid parallel worlds we're in. <laughs> all right, Seth. Stop messing with the timeline. Whoever's doing it. This this is where it all comes to. Oh, here Guys, we I am from a parallel universe. <laughs> this is why I pronounce things differently. This is why things are so incorrectly from my universe to your guys' universe. And what has happened was back in middle school, I was walking down the road, and <laughs> he pinpointed it. Yeah. And I was. I'm walking. sure he's got a big chalkboard somewhere with with lines yeah. drawn like Doc Brown. Yeah. He's found where the timelines of Doc, Doc Brown in his universe. Obviously, the time continuum has been disrupted, creating this new temporal event sequence, resulting in this alternate reality. And I and I was walking down the middle of the brick road on Sixth Street towards the Mound Cemetery. And I was looking up at the trees. I envision raising my vibrations to go to a parallel universe because because vib- we're just separated by vibrational frequencies. I didn't realize that's it just worked. known. We all know that. Well, right? no. that's how it works on the Flash. Any <laughs> crisis on, but anyway. Um, so I did not realize that I had traveled to a parallel universe because up to that point I was a straight A and B student. And then everything took a, a nosedive after this that. This was the first grade, right? Yeah, this, Between this was, kindergarten and first grade up till then. This was middle school. This is like <laughs> oh, yeah. seventh grade. As a, so this is what has happened. Because the whole um, CERN and the, um, uh, oh, what's it called? The uh, collider? Yes, the collider thing. Because they're messing around. What has happened is our universes are colliding together and they're merging. Events and times are slightly changing just enough. So your constant bad luck is like the universe trying to correct itself. Yeah. And get rid of you. Yeah. yeah. Trying to erase me out We're of going to chafe him off like dead skin. <laughs> I have a side of me that is very logical and, and a side that is very artistical. And I think when I, I crossed over, I merged my personalities together. So they're constantly at war because one's in one universe and one's in another. Your drive over and here is too far. <laughs> <laughs> you have too much time on your I want to know which which universe includes the word artistical. <laughs> <laughs> my, oh, so anyway, no, I was, to wrap this up, I was going down. Did you down. think of this on your walkabout? The <laughs> <laughs> tour of Marietta Monday. No. You like a higher consciousness. That, that was my. He biked, he biked his way to the next dimension. <laughs> well, if you go around the um, Oak Grove Cemetery nine times and hang a left at the fork, you never mind. But uh, <laughs> to, to I actually I remember cutting through Mount Cemetery all the time. There was one space where there was a bar missing that you could cut out the top yep. right hand side. There's doors everywhere. There's doors everywhere. I gotta go in and out of my you know I was so close to getting caught in Michael's dimension. <laughs> oh, but anyway to wrap this up, if you go on YouTube there is all kinds of I, I heard videos. I heard. Did you guys know that if you go on YouTube there's all kinds but, of videos. Well I'm talking about like conspiracies and it's just like there's a whole there's a whole section of people still believing the earth is flat and they do all these tests to prove that it's flat and this is another one where they're saying that and and all it really comes down to is just your mind is remembering things differently it's a all right (laughs) 
Okay, that was. I, I don't know where it. we go from here. That might bring us to the real reason we came here tonight. Yeah, Michael. It, it's time. You brought this up last week. <laughs> you brought it on yourself, really. Uh, you you created your own new segment called "To Share or, or Not to, to Share." share. <laughs> and we we thought it was time we sat down with people who love you. And had an intervention. Come on in, everybody. And let's Come on. I went in. <laughs> the look on his face there for a second. Because <laughs> we three and all our listeners, they love you, but they know you have a problem and you're a shareaholic. Like, for instance, the whole first part there. <laughs> you don't know when to share and when not to share. Monday, I counted between 9 a.m. and midnight. 41 Facebook posts. <laughs> hey, that was during my walkabout, though. They That's weren't all walkabout. Yeah. I was having an emotional crisis and a breakdown. I needed to share. So was I. <laughs> I think we all were. <laughs> I was like, Where the, where's the part where he stops at the computer and posts the podcast? <laughs> uh, yes, people, I do apologize. Um, I did not get the podcast done in the last two weeks, unfortunately. That's all right. Uh, he Let's was posting so, on Facebook, though. So, confront this, yeah, him. This, this okay. is a safe, it's a safe place. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking that on the way over here, I don't let my freak flag fly enough, and I need to just go all <laughs> to the wall, and now you guys are oh, saying I need I to, encourage like, that. No, definitely. to rein it in. Uh, can I read my letter? Oh, man. Give us the abridged version yeah, here. Just the abridged version? <laughs> it says, Dear Michael, We don't talk about it ever, but I love you very much. I know you love me very much, and you're very proud of me. I wouldn't be doing this podcast or have my own podcast if it weren't for you. You showed me how much fun podcasting can be and what a tool social media is. You encouraged me and supported me by sharing our podcast through Facebook. This gave me the confidence I needed to create my own Disney podcast and share it through Facebook and social media. When I couldn't get the recording software to work correctly or had issues, you were the one whose shoulder I cried on. You were the one I trusted. You helped me get through it. Michael, your Facebook addiction has been part of our lives for a very long time. We didn't get here overnight. It is... (laughs) supposed to be serious. It It is running your life. When I check my account to check in on my own Facebook, if it's too late in the evening, you've flooded my wall with upwards of 40 to 50 posts a day. I know you wake up in the morning and your thumbs are hurting. When we talk later in the week, you don't even remember what you posted about. Sometimes you're exhausted and passed out, and we don't get to talk at all. When I come to visit you and I'm sitting in your driveway... If you're online, I'll try to wait a little while because I don't want to catch you secretly posting something weird or unrelated to anything. I do this to save you embarrassment. Or else I try to make a lot of noise outside your door so you know I'm coming and you can exit the Facebook app. (laughs) If I show up at your house late in the evening, you're exhausted from Facebooking all day. I see it in your eyes, hear it in your speech, and watch you move back and forth from the kitchen cupboard to the couch with an occasional trip to the bathroom to post while no one watches. I love you, and I don't like seeing Facebook sucking the life out of you. We're all here together because we want want you to accept help. We're here to help. Will you accept our help today? I'll think about it. 
Sorry, it was a little long, but no, I couldn't help it. It what? got to the point. <laughs> but to give him an example, we, we all we all chose an example. Well, at, uh, this was the one that put me over the edge. I think I just I knew you needed help. It was June seventh, six forty four a.m. When the rest of the world was sleeping, you posted an album of 382 pictures of owls. <laughs> Damn it, I will defend that. I love them owls. And you, you did defend your comment it. was, there's just something I dig about owls. <laughs> Unquote. And the world needed to see the album. <laughs> Do you have a specific post that bothered you? The one I chose was a uh, a post of a picture of socks, men's socks. <laughs> no, were they puppets? It, no, they weren't puppets. <laughs> there's they, there's they were, been multiple socks. Yeah. Let's get to the point. Multiple socks. This particular, this particular <laughs> pair of socks had uh, were printed to look like Jesus oh, sandals. sandals. <laughs> oh, that was funny. And, and the comment said, yep. <laughs> And I wondered to myself what the yup was in reference to. I, 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 the point I think that where you said that, where you said there, yeah, that was funny. But what the rest of us do, if inclined to press anything, it is like. We push like. We don't Not push share. share everything. Um, I went a little more personal. The, the, uh, there was two separate posts in the last couple weeks. There was one of close-up of your bare left leg. Which, what they were doing this. But, and then just oh, a week later man. was a close-up of your arm. <laughs> I don't remember what they were in context. But close-up body parts are unnecessary. <laughs> Well, I know the close-up of the leg was occasionally I will get someone that will Facebook message me and it not be the person that it is. It's obviously that they're... You mean you may have come in contact with so many people on Facebook <laughs> that you may have picked up some shady people. Yeah. And so you sent... sent you take a picture that, of that, your leg? That's to friend or not to friends, a different segment. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have too many Facebook friends. We're doing to share and not to send, it, it's very obvious, like, with talking with them, they're not the person who they say they are. So I immediately start messing with them and, and asking weird questions and saying weird things. Are you and- messing with us? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just a giant joke on us. <laughs> just yesterday, we had a share of 50 beautiful birds. <laughs> Now, guys, a lot of these are, are artistically related. What if you ever go back to these, like, you share them as, like, photo reference. Yeah. Do you ever go back and use them no, as actual don't it's even on my, say. It's on my to-do list. Okay. Yeah, exactly. His to-do There's, list is there is seven like, years of shares you can scroll back. I know through. there is hundreds of artist, art, artistic references of uh, other artists that have drawn stuff. Artistic. That I, I have shared from other people that have them in mass albums, and the Where, idea okay. so we, is we, to print those all out at one point in time. <laughs> Someday he's going to print, print out how many owls. <laughs> you, t- you, you try to tell me baby owls aren't cute. And yes, you, and like, right thing in the morning, it's the best thing to look at. So look at it. You don't have to, like, I don't know. Owls are cute. 
But I want to share it with people. I can't oh. say I've ever had that thought. Like, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, damn, I wish I could look at some I just rarely right share anything on Facebook because I've got all this other crap that he puts on there to look at. That was it. We did it. Wow. So you've listened to this for three days. <laughs> Hope you've enjoyed your work week with Kapow, the pop culture <laughs> podcast. It's all downhill from here. That was, that was the best of us. We'll never get those highs again. <laughs> Hopefully you got to have some bathroom breaks in between. I think we needed a few bathroom breaks in between. That was fun. I'm still yeah, hyped about yeah. it. So... Thank you, Jordan, for putting months <laughs> yes. listening to all that. Yeah. Just to cut that stuff. It off. was a joy. <laughs> and thank you, Cliff, for assembling all the clips. It was well <laughs> worth it. Uh, we didn't have to do anything, Mike. It was great. I know. It was awesome. <laughs> thank you, listeners and Jessies out there, for sticking with us for more than 100 episodes as we blast forward into the future. For the next 100. Onward and upward. We're having a good time. That's all I'm in this for. Yep. So so let's keep having a good time. And as always, I am the most effing illustrious Michael K. Easton. Keeping it 100, I'm Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. And I'm Seth. Goodbye forever. Hi, this is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. With the Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast with Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. Rounding out this fantastic four of podcast teams, I'm Mr. Seth Tastic. You down with KPP? And now I'm, I'm just going by this unpronounceable symbol now, but I'd like the Michael's pronunciations. Pronounce this symbol. It's my new name. Two scoop. You down with KPP? <laughs> Just so you know, yeah, his shirt is back on. <laughs> it is. And it's right side it up. Right side up. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen it before. <laughs> I don't know how he had this thing around his leg. <laughs> you down with KPP? Guys, I am from a parallel universe. This is why I pronounce things differently. You down with KPP? Hi, my name's Ronald, and I'm uh, I'm filling in for Seth, and I'm really super excited to be here. You down with KPP? You've Thanks. been pearl muttered. You down with KPP? It was June seventh, six forty-four a.m. <laughs> when the rest of the world was sleeping. You posted an album of three hundred eighty-two pictures of owls. <laughs> you down with KPP? And there's a, a black gentleman that. Uh, Goes and finds his real father. Um, there's a reason. I got this. Mike was so the opposite of racist. Is white guys or cokehead possibly? All black guys are gentlemen. You down with KPP? You down with KPP? You down with KPP? You down with KPP? Switch. You down with KPP? down with KPP. Switch! From now on, I refer to him as, and I'm trademarking this, Bern Arnold. You down with KPP. They are so used to this luxury that they don't want to do <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
his face <laughs> when that clicked. That is the best. Oh, that was heartbreaking. Oh, poor guy. You're just going to tell us about the pills. <laughs> you down with KPP? Him saying, Jar Jar making some uh, mistaken. <laughs> but... So am did George Lucas. Yeah. But the uh, the point, the real point... George ta- miscalculated. Yeah. You down with KPP? No, uh, you're our imaginary friend of the show, Larry Hama, who we bring up quite a bit. Shared of Kapow post on Facebook. You down with KPP? Best episode ever. <laughs> if you say so. I don't know. <laughs> you're the one that has to edit it. Yeah, you guys won't see me for about four days. Kapow, the pop culture podcast, is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com.